You ready? That looks normal. I would tell okay. you if it looked weird. I think you're being sensitive. A little overdramatic. Are you accusing me of being sensitive and overdramatic? Possibly. Am I really in life? I don't think I am. <laughs> it's just that... You actually are, but... Am I really? Not yeah. that sensitive. I'm tough. Gosh darn it. It's not about toughness. Or it's you... You get your feelings really hurt easily. Where does that stem from, Katie? Pay me extra. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That oh, Don't Matter. we're already matter. rolling. I didn't realize. Okay, we can we're, start over. We were rolling. They see me rolling. A hating, patrolling, they're trying to catch me, podding dirty. Podding dirty. That sounds dirty. Yeah. Just sounds weird and gross. <sighs> well, another, another day, day, another... Podcast. Right, dollar. Uh, I don't see it as a dollar, though, mainly because we don't make a dollar for the podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly 50 cent. Ooh, uh, okay, so we're back. Another welcome episode. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. Yep, that's Howdy. all we got for you today, folks. And au revoir. You're welcome. <laughs> au revoir. Um, how do you do? Welcome to Podden. It, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but the last two weeks have felt crazily busy to me. And I don't, again, I don't have a reason. Yeah, just it's that time of year. There's a lot of work going on. Eh, eh, what are you going to do about eh, it? What are you, an Italian from New York? Eh. <laughs> my my feelers are getting hurt again. Uh-oh. Are you marking me? Sean's very sensitive. Yeah. So I saw a really interesting thing on another podcast uh, we were watching. You were watching with me, but I I'm was. sharing this with the audience. We was were I watch- really watching or was you, were you watching on playing Candy Crush? Uh, well, you multitask. I do. I yeah. am a great multitasker. No, we were watching the Dark Horse podcast mm. and they were talking about advertising. And yes. I thought it was really interesting uh, how they're going about things, how they're very thoughtful, unlike this podcast where we just kind of run through the woods and um, trip and... Figure, is that what's happening? Yeah, we kind of figure no, things out I mean, as we go. Our podcasts are very different. The Dark Horse is more education-based. Uh, they shoot from the cuff. We, we do a lot of research on ours. and um, They you know, shoot from there. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the opposite, Sean. Um, but yeah, I like that conversation too. It's interesting as someone who's had a YouTube channel for a long time and has done advertisement. It I'm always surprised when people are upset about advertisement. Yeah, Uh it's one thing, I guess, when you see commercials in between TV shows. It's another thing when the the host mm-hmm. is doing an ad read, like in traditional, like in radio. Uh, yeah, and I then guess so, but... also with podcasts and then also with YouTube videos where people are reading ads directly. So it's your voice, you know, you're lending support to something. And uh... Yeah, I guess so. But the way that I've always viewed it is even on podcasts or anything that I watch or listen to or anything like that i always just think oh good somebody's paying them yeah you know but i think maybe it's because i'm in that space like even if my friends post on instagram and they're like hashtag ad you know this is this item blah 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 i always like it and give it a comment because i'm like i know the game right um and also you know people have to make a living but I, i think it's a it's interesting the way they were talking about it is is already kind of what we do where we like don't promote I don't promote products that I a haven't used or b don't like. Yeah, that's a big that's a big. Some people will 
promote anything, which is interesting. Yeah. And that's fine. And I it's don't also fine. People. It's whatever. But I think because of the way the channel is, like, I get reached out to by like diet stuff all the time. Like just the other right. day, some diet company reached out some like diet app. Coca Cola. No, like, Come on, guys. It was app. I don't mind diet Coke. It was an app to help you like fast. And I was like, I told my Do manager, I was like, content? nicely tell them to fuck off. Yeah, like I'm not. Mm-mm. I don't think they know who I am. Or they're like, just reach out to all the wellness creators. You know, it's like, ugh no yeah um so in that episode it was really cool because they went through their their thoughtfulness or Mm -hmm. their process and how they're going to select things but they were doing a new segment which i thought was fun where they were reading and we've kind of toyed with this a little bit as well where they were reading fake ads you know about products well still an ad is just like not paid unpaid ads right but one of the companies they really took to task who was it was it spectrum or Mm -hmm. No, it was uh, Comcast. Comcast. Yeah. Uh, in the United States, uh, there are certain companies that They have monopolies. Mm-hmm. And, and Comcast is legal. one of them. Yeah. Uh, and I think your mom has a similar situation going on where she's at, where there's only one provider that you can really use. Yeah. But um, they say it's not a monopoly, which is interesting when you have no other choice. Some of these companies have like a stranglehold on communities and they just deliver a shit product. Yep. Like my mom, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where our internet was so bad that I couldn't do any work from there. I had to go in and rent a co-working space. Which was amazing. I've never had access to fiber before. I know, fiber optic. Fiber, fiber, fiber. The future of the fiber, internet. Fiber. We should do a brand deal with them. Oh my gosh. Fios or? I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? Who? Who, who makes the fibers? Who makes fiber what internet? What is uh, this fiber? We are big of? fans. Yeah, it was amazing. Huge fans. Uh, but I can't wait. At some point down the road, we're all going to have these... Yeah, you know, these are, these are capabilities. But then they're going to bring out like 12K televisions and it'll clog the toilet again. You know, Clog the toilet. Uh, not the toilet, the, the pipeline. <laughs> mm, gotcha. All right. Well, enough of that talk. I just, I, I really like the advertising uh, conversation they had. Well, I was interested in their items, like the boots and the trail, uh, trail cameras. I am super, when we go to Texas, I wouldn't mind. I wish we had acreage because then I'd be like, let's put a trail camera out. Uh, you know, I think a trail camera is Down awesome. by the river. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have a confession to make. Based on their ads, you know, mm-hmm. their, their quotes, pseudo ads. Yeah, yeah, their fake ads there. Um, I started looking at one of the devices that they had was um, a vice grip uh, crescent wrench. Yes, and, super cool. Ooh. I was like, ooh. That's, Let's wait that's until nice. we get into our new home before we go buy more. But I was tools looking at them moved. online because they yeah. recommended them. And I guess that, you know, advertising does work. Because, Are they expensive? No. No, they're not expensive like at all. 20 bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's actually cheap. Yep. Hey. Hey. And if you notice, I'm rubbing my uh, palm of my right hand because I woke up. Well, actually, it started last night. You woke up like this, I know. I woke up like this. Um, I don't know. I've had a. You guys heard. I, I talked about this on my podcast that I bruised my heel somehow by stepping over our, I believe, our coffee table. And it was like up in the back of my heel is like this perfectly circular bruise. And it kills me. And then putting on shoes like with a heel, which is like all shoes unless you're in flip flops, is like, ah, yay. Whoa. I can't. That sounds serious. It hurts. Um, and so that's been terrible. And then... Last night, for some reason, my wrist started killing me so much so that, like, I I tried to put it in its little brace. I have a little brace. And then Sean was like, <laughs> he makes fun of cute. me. It was cute. Well, because you're... You it know, looks kind of silly. No, it doesn't look silly, but it just, it's funny because you've got your one glove on, you know, or... <laughs> 
my you look like a badass. I was like, well, I, but maybe I, I should start following that trend. You know, maybe I'll get a boot for my foot or ooh, something. Just one boot. Yeah. Mr. Boot. That's you get to it. walk with a limp because you Paint actually have a boot silver. on. But anyway, needless to say, I realized that the part where it hurt is actually down here on the lower part of my palm on the left-hand side. And if I massage that muscle a little bit, it doesn't hurt. Like it's almost all the way gone now. It's there, but it's, it was like bad, you guys. And I don't, I don't know. It's always funny because I've never, people always talk about things that hurt and like, oh my God, that was the worst thing ever. Like everything from me getting my wisdom teeth out to getting gum graft surgery to, I don't know, shin splints I had in high school, like all sorts of stuff. People always complain about that. I'm like, it's not that bad. So I think I have a high pain tolerance, but I don't know. I know people say that. And who, how do you know? I think women in general probably do have well, a higher pain tolerance. We're supposed to like birth a child out of our, our vagina. It's like quite the thing. That's where babies come from? I thought it's the stork storks. brought it. Nope. Vaginas. I'm sorry. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I believe so too. But I have friends that are like total pansies when it comes to things. Yeah. So Speaking of pain. But anyway, um, that's why I'm rubbing this is all I was saying. It's helping me and it feels better. And so I've been doing it. Yeah. And, and you're you're going to have to Theragun it later. I know, you keep saying that just seems very aggressive for my poor little I love the Theragun. Wrist. Katie got it for me for my birthday. We've been sharing it. It's, it was kind of a gift for the house, I think. I mean, kind of, but I got it for you because you've been talking about it and you like that kind of stuff a lot. That I like it too, though. Is amazing. Oh, the only, amazing. The only thing I don't like is that it's so loud that yeah, I can't the hear TV. the TV. <laughs> I had to turn the TV up like twenty ticks. But the uh, Theragun goes to like level five or level four, so I think five. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to hurt myself with it though because I. I tend to go overboard with he things always. And then he'll be like, I don't know why it does this. Like I don't know this. why my eyes are crossed now, you know, well, when you did it on your chest, I was like, stop, that's not okay. Right. Well, it felt good. Uh, and if it feels good, you just do it. Right. Um, but yeah, I was that, doing it on not, the back. Of, that's not a motto for life. You know, cause my neck gets sore. I, I think I craning it using my cell phone. I'm like, you know, I get closer to the phone instead of sitting upright. It's possible. And I'm hyper aware of my posture on the show because I, I, I slouch, I think. And I don't so, think that is, I think it's, your, you still don't use your pillows properly at all. Like you snored like crazy last night and I kept waking you up because you, you had your pillow laid normally. And instead of just laying on it normally, you crook your head to one side and then you lay like this. And I'm like, I don't even know how or why. And then when I try to tell you like, honey, you're snoring. I think you're laying funny. You should roll over. I know. I said, <laughs> I know, you know, but you need to roll over. I already did it. No. Do you think this is why my neck hurts? I think that's why your neck hurts. You sleep like a maniac. Well. And I don't know what to do. I never learned how to sleep so good. Maybe we should get you one of those pillows that holds your head in the cradle, like the, the angel wing one. Oh, this sounds interesting. But you can't roll on it. And like, you should not be sleeping on your back also. Oh. So. I thought that's the way you're supposed to sleep. There's, everybody's I heard, different. I heard you're not supposed to uh, you're not lie supposed down to sleep your stomach. On your stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is one that you're not supposed to doesn't work yeah so with the theragun i i it felt so good on the back of my neck i was like oh i'm just gonna go a little higher a little higher and then all of a sudden my vision went (laughs) (laughs) but but it was a trade-off because it felt so damn good that i did it like at the back of my uh skull Mm. right where the the muscle meet or the yeah i guess muscle and tendon meets the top of your your head muscles but now my vision is is still a little shaky that's not true (laughs) it's Sean, take it's a, a trade-off, but I would rather have a less sore neck. With a little less vision. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, I have a funny story. Okay. And I on. shared it on Instagram stories. So if you already heard it, I apologize. But it's so funny that I want more people to make sure that I want to know that everybody heard it because it's that ridiculous. 
So we have a new neighbor upstairs and she's strange. And I'm not being mean. Sean's like, I don't want to be mean. And I was like, first of all, nobody knows who she is. Second of all, she's very strange. Would you agree? My con- So I haven't talked to her before. Um, I don't even want to talk that loud. I don't want to talk that loud in case. Oh, you whatever. But my, my conversation with her the other day was really strange. I, I didn't know how to how to respond she started telling me about being in the army and yeah. then but i think she was trying to uh proselytize me or proselytize <laughs> to me she's trying to get us to go to church yeah and i was like do i look like a sinner but i told her you know i grew up going to catholic school and I'm, it's just not for me i'm yep. not into it and uh she she went from being like friendly to kind of like a blank stare went over and then she told me that she gave herself to christ and i was like well i hope he's happy good you know? for you <laughs> yeah it, I was like, it, she's very time to go. she's very weird so she, I have introduced myself to her like not five. that there's anything wrong with, you know, being into no, God it's, or anything. It's, it's just the way it's the it's the way she goes about things that I find very bizarre. And I haven't figured out what is going on. But I've first of all, when she was first moving in, she was like, I was picking up we were getting groceries delivered from Costco. And the guy was like, oh, he was telling me because they didn't have the Kleenex box I want. They had the small ones. And he's like, I tried to message you, but I also just had to get them. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's perfect. And I'm talking to him and she yells across the like little pad to be like, hi, hi, hi. I moved in. Hi. I moved in upstairs. And I was like, oh, welcome to the community or whatever. And then she stood there and was like, I moved in upstairs. Like, I'm like, I, I, yeah, it, it was very childlike is what it to me. I was like what happened to you? And then I was like, Oh, welcome to the community. You know, also you don't have a mask on. So like, please don't get too close. Well, and, that was it. Uh, when she came to the door, um, mm-hmm. when I had my conversation yeah, with no, her, yeah. she didn't have a, a, a mask and she walked right up to the door to talk to me. And I was like, it's kind of rude. It, it is a little rude these days. Also, she's very old, like of all people. Right. I think it's, it's maybe a little Pollyannish or maybe there's just, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. Anyway. So long story short, I find her very bizarre and she continues to introduce her. She continues to ask who I am and introduce herself, but doesn't say her name. And until recently, then we learned her name, but she was like wandering the the alleyway behind her house saying the name of our landlord. And I was like, can I help you? Like, I don't even, anyway. So I'm kind of concerned as far as safety goes, but she seems fine as you know, she has people that come and visit her very weird. But the funny story is <laughs> the last Sunday was Easter which is fine. And so when she tried to, you know, turn Sean into a believer and <laughs> now I'm a believer, which she tried to do to Carrie and I, when Carrie was here doing my hair, she oh. was like, I've been going to this church for 30 years. You guys should join me. And Carrie's like, I don't believe in that stuff. And she's like, Oh, um, she's like, have we met? It's the weirdest conversation. And then I'm like, no, I'm the one that lives here. And she's like, Oh, hi, I moved in upstairs. It was just the weirdest. <laughs> Carrie's like, what's wrong? Anyway, so it was uh, Easter Sunday and she had people over and we could hear them doing their thing or whatever. Totally fine. And then she comes downstairs and knocks on her door because she has a full size piano up there that she tried to play. And our landlord had to tell her like, hey, you can't do that because it like completely our our apartment turns into like the inside of a the piano where it's like, oh, like oh, it's reverberating through our walls. And we were like, oh, no, not again. Anyway, um, 
she comes downstairs to ask if they can play hymns, which is very respectful. And I was like, oh, that's so nice of her. And, and yeah. Sean's the one that answered the door. And so he's like, of course, happy I said, Easter. Sure, happy Easter. Go for it. And so I'm like, what do you think they're going to play? Like uh, Old Rugged Cross or uh, Amazing Grace? I don't know. Like I'm thinking, right? Any of hymns. you out there who were e raised in church, you're like, what kind of hymn? Then they go up there. Nothing happens for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. No, they vacuumed first. Oh, yeah. But I don't understand because they have hardwood floors. Anyways, that doesn't matter. <laughs> You're getting off topic. Yeah. Then they play, you know, my favorite old hymn called The Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Twice. Back to back. It was a, a rousing hit. I was like, praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. I was like, well, that was a good performance. You know, that should be the name of this podcast. Our favorite hymn, The Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm talking low because I feel bad. Like, I don't, I don't want to make someone uh, uncomfortable. I, I just Do you don't. think she can really hear us? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's probably up there doing her own podcast, you know, without microphones. So she, she seems a little, uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't know okay. what's going on, but it is, it's, it's a different type of person that I've never, I've never met that personality type before no. or whatever that is. Going and I don't on. know what to make of it. It, it isn't senile. I no, because at first that's what I wondered. I was, like, I was like, ooh, I hope she's okay because. After... And I was like, where are her uh, kids or her husband or somebody to, to a caretaker but no, it's not that because she's, she's out and about all the time. And, mm -hmm. um, but it's just, it's interesting. I mean, it's also Santa Monica. There's, there's some pretty, uh, pretty some fun people. people here. Yeah. But anyways, it's a very fun. Anyway, that really cracked me up. Yeah. Cause we waited forever. I was like, oh, maybe she's just warming up. I was expecting a full performance, but it was I, just again, that. hymns, mm -hmm. any kind of hymnal, you guys, I would have, you know, that could have been helpful. Um, <laughs> so that that was that life is full of uh interesting characters and you know what it's better than uh i guess if everyone was really boring you know if everyone was just straight laced a bunch of accountants oh, totally. running around you know, like, oh my god this variety is a spice of life yeah and so, she she's very interesting i just find it also just super super bizarre uh did you notice these cds that are at the mailbox yes okay so then that's another good story so then um just today I went out because um, I was putting something in the mail and checking our mailbox and sitting at the base. So the way that our mailboxes are set up, if anybody's in an apartment, you kind of know this. There's like your mailboxes and there's kind of like a bin for other mail, whatever. And sitting on top of that bin are like, which is kind of funny that it's like CDs or DVDs because like who who has a bunch of cassette tapes? Yeah, right. It's an eight track. Hey, that, that's hip busted now. out. You know, it's, that's I mean, the if it was thing. a record, I'd have a lot more Whoa. respect. Yeah. But anyway, it's some CDs or, or DVDs. I don't know which from a certain church. And it's a semin it's like some, I almost said seminars, but it's like, what is it that they, what's the word? Sermon. Sermon. That's the word. Um, and they all have different topics. Yeah. I mean, it's all good. One said the vision and one said see clearly and then i forget what the other one was sounds like scientology to me i was like how many of the therm thermo what are those things called in scientology oh thetans thetans your energy <laughs> go clear oh my god you guys it's so insane we should get a scientology bumper sticker go clear or go home you know or just just let's, as a joke to let's see not because those people fucking freak me out no but like to that, see how it is to be a scientologist when you're mock because if someone else saw that bumper sticker go clear or go home or whatever you know is that Other really their thing? Go clear? 
yeah, when you're going clear, it's um, you're clearing yourself of thetans, I think is basically, and you pay, the more thetans you get rid of, the more you have to pay. So you get to different levels. Wow, that totally makes sense in a spiritual realm said no one it makes sense to their pocketbook it's terrifying leah remney's like documentary thing about her remini remini yeah i think remini some, I yeah, don't know. something like that yeah her documentary was kooky Fucking nuts. that first came to uh my attention when i moved to california and mm. i had <clears throat> in my uh going to los angeles from orange county i, I started encountering some people who had joined the church and really i've never encountered anybody who's oh joined the church you know to each their own but the the fact that it was written by a, a, a science, science fiction, fiction writer, writer and you have to pay to get higher up in the church, all that just reeks of of, of ridiculousness. Yeah, it, <laughs> and the kooky costumes that were not that you know I I grew up around. I say uh, Catholics wear kooky yeah, costumes too. Everybody wears their kooky. It's a things. good point, but we also wear kooky costumes when we graduate. We put yeah, on but little robes the guy who and, runs it, he dresses like Captain Crunch. He <laughs> does. <laughs> Whereas the, the Catholic church, we dress like wizards, you know? Yeah, you're like Harry Potter over there. Oh my God. If you're part of a religion, you know, it's kind of fun if you can poke fun at things. I, I don't- Well, if you can't laugh about it and, and think about some things are kind of silly. Yeah. Like I could see how people would find that bizarre. Yeah. Like even when I was active in church as a kid, when I would try to explain things, I've even talked to my girlfriend, Joanna, about this. Like yeah. people who believe in like the Holy Spirit and like trying to explain that to people who don't understand it is like- you don't right. even know, right? And I think there's a lot of examples like that. Like when I went to a Catholic church, because I like I've talked about on the pod before, my mom and family, I guess, was just like, sure, you can go to this like Mormon dance thing and you can go to the Catholic church with your friend Jenna. Like it didn't really matter. Um, my mom was like, you know, all religions have God in it kind of thing. And when I went to the Catholic church and they like sprayed the water, I was not prepared. And I was like, oh my God, do they know that that's like, Oh my God, what's on that? Like, I had no idea. And my friend, I was like, it's holy water. Like you pray over it. And I was like, holy water. Like, where do they get it out of a well? Like did not understand. And she thought it was so funny that I thought he'd like spit something on me. Like that <laughs> I didn't understand. Cause he had this little ball <laughs> thing. And I was like, I did not expect it to rain in church today. I wasn't prepared. I'm going to make it rain in here. You know, it hits you in the eye. <laughs> ah! I was like, this is all very. And then the kneeling little cushion thing. That's mm -hmm. very strange. Yeah, when you genuflect. But like, why do you have to need, it was all, but again, different strokes for different folks. That's it. That's what I, I wasn't upset about you saying like, oh, Scientology is weird. I don't think we have any of those people in our community. If you are part of it, I I mean, no well, offense. I would be interested I, in I don't want to offend anyone really. In, in life, this is one of the things that I'm trying to be better at oh, is not. You're on the internet, honey. You gotta let that shit go. I should just un, un, unleash my rage. Uh, well, not my unleash, rage. just like you're gonna, people want to be offended these but days. But I don't, I don't mean to offend anyone, you know, for their beliefs because who knows oh, okay. what's real and what's not. I mean, honestly. Uh, we're all just guessing. Yeah, exactly. So we're on a big rock, you dark. know, flying around. But some of them have some weird beliefs. Like, you know, uh, all of the them Nation have... of Islam has a weird one where like the mothership is just floating off of the earth. They think there's a mothership? Yeah, I that's what I've know. heard. I don't know if that's correct, but I believe. Uh, anyway. And yeah. I find, you know what I would love for their stories? Oh. Okay. Please send in to otdmpod at gmail.com. Funny religion stories. Oh, growing up religious? Yeah, like things that are weird. Like I was just talking about the weird holy water hitting me in the face and me being like, what is that? I have a Mormon buddy who he, he believes, you know, everything they, they talk mm -hmm. about, but he also cracks wise about the, the uh, you know, their eccentricities beliefs. Eccentricities of it. The yeah. eccentricities. There you yeah. go. I mean, yeah. some of the stuff about the plates and 
Jesus, uh, where he was during his missing years. He was in North America, I think. Oh, and I mean, also, years. Oh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm not that deep into in anything. the Bible. You hear about Jesus's birth, and then he's gone for like until he's like 30 or something, and then he comes back, right? He, well, he had to find he himself, up. you know, he had to grow up. Well, that's that book that by Christopher Moore, <laughs> which I highly recommend this one. It's um, Biff, tra- uh, G- Jesus's childhood friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the two of them, the, it's the uh, the gospel according to Biff. I love this book so much because it's the story of where was Jesus for those 30 years. And, you know, they basically fuck off and go on some adventure. But Jesus As a knows. As should. Yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> but his dad's like the president, you know, like a bigger deal. So he's like got a... Hmm. Oh yeah, like don't anybody know where he's going? As, as exactly, and they they travel around, you know, the known world at the time, and they find themselves in uh, in the mountains of India. They find themselves. It's really a fun read. It's oh, a, interesting. I've never yeah. read it. I know you've talked about it a lot, but yeah, but yeah, I find I mean, at one point um, Jesus, you know, he's a human, so he's he, or apparently he was a human. I don't know, but he's curious know. about sex, right? But he knows that he's not supposed to because, or I don't. I mean, what would happen? I don't you know. get another Jesus? What would you call him? He's the holy D, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just he waste looks, all that. He looks down his his uh, his underwear and like a lightning comes. <laughs> I think that's what men think about themselves all the time. 100%. That's the way I look at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's just a so, little gherkin. <laughs> that would be so funny though. I wonder I oh, wonder boy. what we would call that person if Jesus then had a baby. Well, yeah, he'd be your godson. Or your godson's godson? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, how would that work? But so he's not just God's son, he's he, God's he's grand grand godson. Right. So they go <laughs> his buddy can't really uh find a lady friend, you know. So oh, Biff, Biff he, he's he, I don't know, he, he's having a hard time with the ladies, so they go to see prostitutes. Oh no. But Jesus knows that he can't, you know, but he's he's very curious and he's he's asking him from the you know outside the room. He's like, How how's it going? What what's going on? <laughs> What's happening in there? Yeah, exactly. And Biff is like, I'll tell you about it later. It's yeah, pretty I can't good. tell you right now. <laughs> You'd have to see it to believe it, you know, Oh my which God, is pretty hilarious. funny. I'm paraphrasing the book, of course, but um, Christopher Moore is a wonderful writer. If you get a chance to read any of his books, he's got uh, Coyote Blue, which is about the trickster uh, God, which every religion has. A, or uh, What would be the poli- tri- trickster God in Christianity? Satan? Uh, sorry. Not today, in Satan. Polytheistic? polytheism not monotheism oh like uh-huh like um some if, people uh like uh, like greek gods or norse gods or indians they had say indian you pray to multiple have, gods right what do they call the religion in india with all well there's the a bunch of them there's hinduism there's oh, yeah, uh, hindu Hindu's what i was thinking of because we have that temple i've gone to that has all the different uh i dig gods. hindus i think they're pretty cool people i mean the, the ones that i've met uh mm-hmm. seem to be pretty pretty nice and I mean, most people are nice. I, I, I just believe in the good in people. Yep. Ah, well. Is that all you had? I guess. I don't, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, the Christopher Moore book, Coyote uh, Blue, mm-hmm. is about the the trickster uh, god. You know, and he's in the Indian religion. I don't know which particular one it was, but uh, the coyote represents this. And in the Norse religion, it's Loki. You know, oh, so that's interesting. That's what they call Thor's bad brother, Loki. He's the trickster. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I really love, don't know that much about religion, though. and I don't either. I, I don't I, actually even care to, but... I find it fascinating. I just don't have that belief or like... I know a lot of people say, hey, I, I really feel it. And that's oh, awesome. I'm, I don't I'm kind doubt. of envious. Uh, if yeah. God decides to talk to us, I, I guess he doesn't want to talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he has tried to talk to you. I know. He's I like, mean, 
And I'm like, go away. We gave it the office. And yeah, he and goes he's away. Like, and, he's like, I tried. Every couple of years I try. You know. um, I mean, I don't think I, I don't long for any of that. I think because I lived for so long in it and it, it doesn't, it's not the answer for me. Yeah, but you I, guys were holy rollers, right? That's not what we call ourselves. Well, no, but that's what people call it. Like, we were Pentecostal. I was raised Pentecostal. Yeah. There were no snakes involved or anything. No, I'm not saying that. Mm. But there are some uh, flavors of Pentecostal. Uh, There's a lot of different sects branches. of Christianity that get really wonky to yeah. me. But again, I don't actually, you know, people do their own thing, whatever. Yeah. But because I was raising it for so long, I think um, it's like I fully courted it and decided it wasn't the one. I think Wu-Tang Clan said it best uh, that the Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. Bible. It's oh, an acronym. that's a good, yeah, I like that. They also said cream, cash rules everything around me. So, you know. Get the money, dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. They had a lot of good things to say, you know. I still like the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I like the Wu-Tang Clan. Bobby Digital, uh, you know, Why the RZA, the like Jizza, ODB. Why wouldn't people like Ghost Face Killer. Okay, okay, stop, because there's Chef so Ray many members. Just stop. <laughs> but... Why wouldn't people like the Wu-Tang Method Clan? Man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're they're a great Yeah. But anyway, back to artists. the religion, wrapping it up. We have a born-again Christian living upstairs who wants so desperately to get us to go to church, but is not very focused. I wonder if it's bragging rights. If you convert some, not convert, but if you get someone in, uh, you know, underneath your... I, don't, I mean, I was like in church. It's not scheme. really bragging rights. You're excited for them. Right. You saved somebody? Yes, correct. Right, right, right. But well, yeah. I, and that's cool. You know, like, it's not like, it's not like they're, they're not, I think the idea of saving somebody is a good thing. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to help you, but it's yes, not I, like they're trying I, to screw you over. You know? No, uh, no. And I, I think the basic idea of trying to save someone for whatever religion is because you believe it's better and for them and it's good for them. But I think it, it becomes a problem when people can get, people can get very pushy about it. And I just do not. I do not unsubscribe from that. Um, but yeah, religion's just funny. And people, are, I've always... Oh my God. I've always enjoyed like super taboo topics because nobody wants to talk about religion, but yet everybody has like opinions about it. Opinions that don't matter. They don't matter. matter. <laughs> they don't matter. It's not for me. It it's could good. be for you. It's good to have open Whatever. conversations. But yeah, uh, there's this great Instagram um, clip that I saw going around. Mm -hmm. And it's these two guys, they're, they're Mormons. Okay. And I don't know what age you're supposed to do this, but they, they go right around uh, 18, 18. Okay. So when they graduate high school, they go on a mission, right? For two years. Yeah. Okay. So usually they, they do this and you see them around town, you know, oh, like, yeah, with their backpacks on, their and little, they wear the their white, dress their white dress shirt. <laughs> they look very nice. It's funny because back home when people would do it, they had the white dress shirt with the black pants, but they also had like a black wool jacket and, and they'll and do a big your black backpack chores. They'll, they'll do all I've sorts of stuff. I've heard of people asking like, hey, can you, because they're like, can I help the, you with anything? And people will be like, yeah. Do the leaves. And they'll the be yard. like, okay. Right. I'll get you some lemonade and you guys can, mm -hmm. that's what we'll do. Well, then they want to sit down with you. Then. That's fine. I'll, I'll debate it. But uh, so it's in not, this Instagram post, these two guys, they're kids for the most part, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I guess 18 years old, yeah, but they're on bicycles adults. and uh -huh. <laughs> they're just fucking around, you know, they're, cause they're kids. And the one guy takes off on his bike and he's, he's hauling, mm -hmm. like he's, he's going pretty quick. And then, um, no, sorry. Uh, he's going about medium speed, but okay. he, he's going to go down a set of stairs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Buddy makes it halfway down and he gets launched. Oh no. <laughs> 
And I feel bad because I follow some weird stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, like, what? And what was the point of this? Just that he they're wrecked? kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, he wrecked. And but you know, his book bag goes spilling everywhere. <laughs> his all of pamphlets. his pamphlets. Yeah. All of his helpful information to save some souls. Uh, oh my god. It was hey, pretty. But they're funny. still kids. They're just kids you messing know? around, and that. The point being that every, take away the religion and we're all the same. I don't mm -hmm. care. You want food, you want shelter, you don't want to be hurt. You want your family to do well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think unless your family's filled with jerks, in which case, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but I just I think that uh, religion is you know basic instructions to keep you on the path of of well, righteousness. Yeah, we've talked about this before. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequity and tyranny of evil men. I don't know what you're talking about, but um. I, uh, we've talked about this, how I, even though I don't subscribe to religion now, I was grateful for it as a child because it kept me, it kept me out of trouble. Yeah. I had like a good group of friends at church. I was very involved in the youth group. It also, uh, got me into singing and was why, you know, I got the scholarship to go to Pepperdine and all that stuff. It's a very active musical place to be. I mean, I don't know if the same can be said for Catholicism. It's because, not the best singing. I got to be honest. Well, these have like the choir. It's usually older people. It's all Latin. I mean, Latin's important to know, but. Snooze fest. You want a fun time, go to a Baptist church. Remember uh, mm -hmm. Killer Mike? We saw mm -hmm. he and... Um, but that's what the, that's how like I grew up. I know it wasn't a Baptist church, but that's exactly what it was like, like a full band and like loud music. I dig that. And like you always are clapping and maybe moving. we should start going to church just for the music for the free shows. <sighs> Come for the free show. Stick around for the wine and there's flat none of that. Oh, um, you guys don't do it. Grape the, juice. Grape juice. How dare you? The devil's juice. No See, wine. we didn't do grape juice. We did wine. I know. You also all drink out of the same cup. Not anymore. Well, yeah. COVID, but that was disgusting to me. I remember I was like, I abstain. <laughs> I know, I was a germaphobe, mom, I didn't like that either. And it always smelled like metal, the, the little yes. cup. Yes, well, because it was like an old, weird, unpolished cup. Like we had It was a, like from uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Right. Callus. Yeah, the chalice. See, there you go. Mm -hmm. French people, their they square words about are about the their church because uh -huh, they're uptight religion. about it. Well, Quebecers anyways, not, yeah. not people from France. Quebec. Anyways, <sighs> let's get into their questions and their letters. I know enough, enough about, about us, us, but it was a fun and chat. Can you take I, off that weird thing that I don't like it on the back when I have to hold it? Well, I don't. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> okay. I think that's where we are at in our questions or our letters. And I would say so. Yes. Cause Molly's we did last. I remember when she sent a photo and everything. Okay. Thanks for listening to us ramble for however long that was. Um, now we, we got move. about 36 minutes worth of uh, ramble wow. ramble. We had a lot to say today and now I'm tired. <sighs> okay. I'm just kidding. we okay, back into, we have a message. Ooh, why did that? Why is it loading? That doesn't make any sense. Back to David redacted. Actually, I don't know if this is David redacted. I'm just David. Okay. It says, hi, this is your Gothenburgian Swedish, perhaps staff writer to be David. Oh, hello, David. Gutentag? No? I don't know. Where is he from? Moin. He's Swedish. Oh, no. Gothenburgian. Uh, How do you say Velkommen til Podden. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, okay. When you spoke of funny street names, I had a flashback to my early teens. I'm already so excited. It says funny street names, lake version. Okay. When you spoke of funny street names, I had a flashback to my early teens and me and a friend using the Swedish website Enero's map service to type in more or less obscene words and see what came up. I never thought about doing that as a kid. And that is genius. Okay. 
Many miles up north in the country of Delar or in the county of Delarna, there is a lake called Ven Venjason, which means the lake of Venjan. V-E-N-J-A-N. I might be butchering this and I apologize. I've never been there, but there is a bay within the lake named Anus Viking. <laughs> this literally means the Anus Bay in English and the Swedish meaning is the same. I have no idea who came up with this name or why, but I'll include a link to the map. <laughs> where, where are you from? I'm from Asshole Bay. <laughs> I'm from um, <laughs> Butthole Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bayman, you know, it's like, uh, that's, that's funny. I'm from the BHB, the Butthole Bay, baby. Okay, have a nice day and thanks for the podcast. It always makes my weekends better. Kind regards, David. Hey, Thank David. you, thanks. David. David back. sent us a speak pipe, I believe, uh, previously, back. back in the day. Back Remember? in the day. It's hard for me to, I know we did Ben and Carla. Yeah, I um, think uh, I think he'd sent in a, anyways. Sent thanks in for, a speak pipe. I love, uh, it, it, it's interesting because I have an affinity yes, for, did. for Sweden. I see um, it in there. Mm-hmm. On account of, uh, uh, you know, my, my dad's mom being uh, uh-huh. Swedish, mm-hmm. uh, born in Sweden. For Lefto. And, uh, for Lefto, spelled uh, S-K-E-L-L-E-T-E-A with some Skeletta, umlauts. yeah. Yeah, Skeletia or whatever. But for Lefto is yeah. how you pronounce it. Anyways, so uh, thanks, David. I appreciate yeah. the story. Yeah, and thanks for sending that speak pipe earlier, too. That was fun. Um, you can definitely be our staff writer. Yeah. Uh, Gothenburgian? Gothenburgian, Swedish staff writer. Gothenburgian. Okay. Okay. We're back to our, we're now going to move over to our uh, science correspondent. Oh, hello, Sue. Long COVID, sigh, and a difficult first day on the job. Oh. Good day from Sue, the science wanker. (laughs) Science wanker. Wanker sign. Okay. My personal experience of long COVID has been a roller coaster of symptoms. And if I listed them, we would be here all day. But now I seem to have settled into a pattern, which is likely to be chronic fatigue syndrome. I've worried about that with people, the chronic fatigue syndrome, because Fabs, who has long COVID, still feels tired. Did she get naps. the vaccine yet, though? I don't, I do not know. I have heard, and I've heard it makes it better. I know. Yeah, I've heard that it's, it alleviates some of the symptoms, mm-hmm. which I thought is strange. Uh, Let's I don't see if know if Sue that's tells true. us about that, but also Sue, if you have, if you know anything about that, please let us know. Science, our science wanker. <laughs> this is how we say hello I, in our community. I know <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, so hello chron- to you too. <laughs> oh yes, indeed you do. Um, chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Since both of these conditions are often triggered by a viral infection, then it's unsurprising that after a global pandemic, there would be an upsurge of these conditions. I didn't even think about that. I didn't realize chronic fatigue syndrome was always, you know, they're often triggered by viral infections. There's also talk, and this could be wrong, uh, but I had read an article last year about Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. type uh, diseases, which I I think there's a variety of them. There are. But they they were thinking, hmm, Maybe this is also uh, triggered by viral uh, oh, infection interesting. Uh, that's been present in the body for a long time, and therefore plaque builds. I don't know, but that's crazy. Yeah, and they don't know if it's right or not, but there's there's some scientists mm-hmm. say that that could be a possibility. Wow, I had no idea. Learn something new. The more you know. Okay, it says um, upsurge of these conditions as well as other health problems triggered by viral infections. As time goes on, I think we will stop lumping everything together as long as uh, 
as long COVID and see that there are specific categories of patients that require specific treatments and research. I agree because everybody, even we've had friends recently, not to get too much into this, but people around us are getting vaccinated, right? And I've had friends have horrific experiences where they're sick for like four or five days, like fever, chills. Um, and that's usually been on the second dose of either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. So those are like the double dosers. But then I've had people have no reaction at all. And then most recently I had, so my mom has her, got her second one, her second shot and got super sick for like three days, but she's fine now. Thank God. Um, and Larry got around the same time, was tired for a day and he was fine. And then he's got a pretty strong constitution though. He, he does. Um, I don't know how just he, anything. I yeah, mean, bad food, drinking, anything just weathers through yep. storm trooper. Hardy stock. Yeah. Um, anyway, but then, so my grandma had gotten the J and J vaccine, the one and done. Cause my grandma's funny about certain things. First of all, she has, she's had some adverse reactions to vaccines, medications. She's very, she was very nervous. And she told she told me, and she does this with a lot of things. She gets something in her head, and then you can't change her mind. She's super stubborn. Um, we are related, BTW. Anyway, she had decided that she didn't want to have two shots. That's too much stuff. She doesn't want the double op the opportunity for it twice to fuck her over. She doesn't say the F word, by the way. Cursing is not very ladylike, she would tell you. I beg to differ. Um, so she was going to get the wait till the J&J &J was available to her one and done. You won't get me back there. She said, I won't go back to this. I was one and done. They just, it's either one or it's none. Okay. So she was stuck on it. Went and got the J&J &J shot and I called her the day after. And she just said she took a nap that day, but she wasn't sure if it was just her or the thing because she takes naps a lot anyway. <clears throat> and she felt fine. Then my manager, Linnea, who we love, got the J&J &J vaccine and was super sick like teeth chattering had fever chills full body aches so painful couldn't work for like three days and was not prepared she booked her for like a tuesday morning she was like everybody's been fine so you just never know and her husband uh, got it at the same time and he just felt tired and he was fine okay so it's not necessarily that someone had a different batch or no you know. they were like back to back like mm -hmm. i think but she went humans first. aren't the same right everyone's, yeah, different, everybody's different and you may have uh it's just weird how it affects people. Yeah. So anyway, I, I only mentioned that because Sue is saying that like, you know, there's going to be different categories of patients. You can't just call it all long COVID because some people have different side effects. Right. Right. So you just don't know. Okay. Um, there, there are a lot, a lot of things I've had to get used to um, in my new life. For example, when I have a shower, I will often have to spend the next few hours lying down in a dark room until I stop shaking and the room stops spinning. <gasps> What? Oh. If I try to read for more than about 15 minutes, my vision will go blurry and I can't see anything for about two hours. Oh, God. What terrible. the hell is going on? I don't know. Everybody's different. No, but I mean, what would what would cause that for 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 fever and chills? And well, the shaking in the room spinning, I'm very curious and interested about like inner ear stuff because we know about vertigo and how that messes with our uh I forget what you call it. It's not just equilibrium, but it's like it, where you are in your space in the world, like spatial mm. recognition. Um, but I don't know. And then plus I have brain fog that sometimes leaves me unable to form basic sentences. I'm still learning that I have to pace everything I do and work within my body's new limits. Um, well, hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, as, as we go forward here and because this is, 
a global issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, scientists are looking at this aspect of it as well. That we're, you know, they're working on different treatments to to help people get better. I hope so. That it's not just a permanent situation. That that there's you know, and I wonder if uh, seeing not a dietitian but a um, what, what are the people there? They they uh, herbologists or whatever. Uh, you know, when you not I, yeah, Ayurvedic is that it? Oh, there's Ayurvedic medicine. Yeah. Yeah, Ayurvedic. I wonder if there's like certain things that can help conditions. You know, when you're when you when you eat the right. Uh, yeah, or even like acupuncture. I mean, there's a lot of different types. Alternative medicine. Yeah, yeah well, that, we, that can help. I don't even like to call it alternative medicine. I just like to call it not American medicine, not Western. Not Western medicine. Yeah. You know what like I mean? In because conjunction with Western medicine, I think. With Eastern medicine, yeah. It's yeah. Great. What about Northern medicine, like Canadian medicine? It's the same as ours, I think. Well, you wait longer. You do. And they <laughs> don't really give you dental care. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> We're not done. But I'm very curious too, and I I appreciate you sending in this information because, you know, first of all, we're, we've been holed up for quite some time. So we don't have, you know, all we get is the news. The news is somewhat limited what they seem to want to share Mm -hmm. um, or what they focus on. And so actually hearing real world stories about how it, how people are affected. uh, It's very important. So I I do appreciate you sending in this information. Yeah, same. And I hate hearing even the stories of people getting sick after the vaccine because I'm already like a little nervous about it. And then I'm like, I don't have time to be sick. Because of taking the vaccine or you're saying like a someone who, who has gotten a second Sue. round. Sue's long COVID is because she caught COVID a long time ago and it's still affecting her because of the long-term ramifications. Yeah. I'm talking about like people Linnea getting, yeah, and people getting sick like my mom and Linnea. Right. Well, they say it's going to be endemic. So it will, you know, chance yeah. are, Well, we've had members of our community get COVID more than once. Yeah. So, and in Washington state, I think they have reported about a hundred cases of people who have gotten it a second time mm-hmm. after being vaccinated. Oh, after, well, I mean, vaccination doesn't mean, I don't know if anybody knows this in case you don't, um, being vaccinated is it's like getting the flu shot where yeah. you can still get the flu. They're just trying to make it less deadly or less harmful for you. Yeah. So your so, system doesn't go haywire. Yeah. So it's like, you're not inoculated. You're vaccinated. Those are differences and. You can look those words up if you're concerned. Okay, back to Sue. Sorry, Ready? Sue, didn't mean to interrupt you. She says, I am unable to share any funny family stories because my family, my family's horrible. But I will now attempt to enthrall you with a story from my pre-COVID days. I'm already excited. They've been wonderful so far. Mm-hmm. So, Once upon a time, I was a young, newly qualified scientist who had just started a job at uh, managing a lab that produced blood products. We have a couple other members of our community that do that. I wonder what kind of blood, what is a blood product? Who are um, your clients? Are they vampires? Mmm, <laughs> very tasty. Ah, no, ah, it can ah. be anything and you'd have to... <laughs> Who are your clients? You vampires? See, what, what commercial was that back in the day and they, the guy played Dracula or played a vampire? And I was so happy because I tweeted him because I thought the commercial was the funniest thing ever because he was so good at it. And, oh, it was like at a, a vampire working at a blood drive. Oh, yeah. Blood bank. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, Sorry. I don't know the commercial, but um, blood products can be anything from anticoagulants to uh, it, it depends. So it could be things to keep and distribute blood. It could, you know, think of all the things that involves in bl- with blood, like through surgeries, through hospitals and their need for it. It could be things to aid or get rid of bacteria in blood. Or, you know what I mean? There's all sorts of things. Like one member of our community worked and still, I think still works at a lab that like uh, seeks to be able to eradicate 
bacteria or viruses from blood and not damage the cells and stuff. So anyway. I am not a scientist, but I think it's fascinating. It is fascinating. So blood products. One day, one of my staff came running into my office in a state of alarm. She informed me that a new member of staff was walking around the lab with his trousers open and all his junk hanging out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Dave, I'd like to see you in my um, office for a second. You're going to have to go home. This is inappropriate for work. My God, Meredith, where are your panties? <laughs> it's casual Friday. Okay. This is... This eventuality had not been specifically covered in my management training, <laughs> but they had covered how to delegate. So I delegated the task to a senior member of my team who was a gay man. I felt that he had the required expertise to assess the situation. <laughs> <laughs> You've dealt with a lot of junk. Deal with the junk. A couple of minutes later, he rushed into my office. Oh, my God, he said. It's just all hanging out. <laughs> He wasn't just hanging brains. He's hanging twigs and berries, you know. Everything. <laughs> so with this, I decided to tackle the situation head on. I approached the young man. I looked down. He wasn't walking around with his junk out at all. It was a pair of latex gloves that he had hanging on his belt. Oh. This poor young man had just started his new job. And on his first day, all he'd had is senior staff walking up to him, looking at his crotch and running away. <laughs> <laughs> So he just had them hanging there and they thought his junk was hanging out. Well, they weren't even blown up to be like. But wow. he wasn't that happy. <laughs> Neither were they. Neither were they. <laughs> anyway, that's enough for me. I hope you are both doing splendidly, Sue. Thank you, Sue. Uh, your stories are that awesome. is a hilarious story. Oh, my God. Go into the manager book. You're like, okay, page 36. No, that's nothing. That's so about shocking to me that you like junk is junk and gloves are gloves. But I guess you don't want to look too long. So you're like, yeah. What is you it know? from Seinfeld? You, you just got to look real quick and look away. You know, like it's like <laughs> yep. looking at the sun. <laughs> Did <laughs> you, you get a good look, Costanza? <laughs> You've seen that episode? I mean, I don't remember it. But no. you, you're you much more Seinfeld guy and I was much more Sex City and Friends. Right. So <sighs> together we have it all covered. Gosh, so you just made my day. That's a funny story. That is very funny, Sue. Man, that is a rough first day. So taking he didn't lose his job because it was just some latex gloves that he like hooked on so he could use them later. <laughs> okay. He's probably like that. He got home from work that day and he was like, "Honey, the uh, they are all they're perverts. Perverts. I'm gonna have to file a complaint." <laughs> okay. One from Ben. Are we ready? We yeah. heard from Ben. Was it his peak pipe last week that we heard? I think, I think it was. So, yeah. This is called daylight savings time. Okay. I'm already intrigued. Hello, Katie and Sean. Hello, Dave. Howdy do. Oh, no, Ben. Ben. <laughs> Dave, David already, we already talked about Dave. We already talked to David. We're moving on to Oops. Ben. I just kicked the, the power plug. Uh-oh. I think we're good. Meow. I know, right? Powering down. Okay. Okay. Hello from your chief engineer, space correspondent. You recently talked about daylight savings time. This is a topic of considerable interest to me, and I wanted to discuss this more with you. I got so many comments about my song in regards to Daylight Savings Time, where I was like, I forget how it even went. I don't know if I can repeat the ditty. I'd have to listen to it, but something about like, turn the clocks back and we all get depressed or something. Wasn't you do it? the hokey pokey okay, and yeah, you, you turn, turn yourself. The, you turn the clocks back and we all get depressed. That's what Daylight Savings is about. Right. something like that people thought that was ridiculous and i agree with you it was ridiculous and that's why i can't recreate it because i have to get in that particular brain space okay so 
wants to discuss this more with us. All right, Ben. I'm on. I'm on for this. I'm on. The, uh, you have so many signal notifications. What is signal? A constant. The constant Shh. show. Okay. <laughs> First of all, it is pretty much proven that daylight savings times time does virtually nothing positive. Energy usage remains about the same before and after, so it doesn't even offer any savings at all. It has a number of negative effects on, or negative health issues. There are more heart attacks and car accidents in the week after the time changes than the same week before. It really needs to be removed. I agree because we listened to that guy, Dr. Matthew Walker, who's like a neuroscientist and sleep specialist. And he talks about the increase in heart attacks and high blood pressure and all sorts of weird things that happen after we lose an hour in daylight savings. Because we're it's all discombobulated. Yeah. You have to wake up and you're like, it's seven. The clock says eight. And you're like, fuck. Okay. In the United States, it turns out that Congress has stated that each state can either follow the national DST or stay in standard time all of the time. You can write your state legislators to request that they stop DST, daylight who, savings. Who are the sensible states that don't? Uh, are there any states that don't? I don't know. I don't know. You guys let us know. Are you in a state that does not do daylight savings? I haven't heard from anybody telling me. And I'm 100% sure that someone would have reached out and been like, yo, dude, we don't do it. Okay, Google. Are there any states that do not use daylight savings time? On the website worldpopulationreview.com, they say, Hawaii and Arizona are the only two states in the U.S. that do not observe daylight. Mm. Thank you, Google. Okay, Google. Thank you. Thank you. Hawaii and Arizona. Wow. It's weird. She's doing that boom, boom. She never used to do that. Our Google is changing. It's growing up. They grow up so quick, don't they? Um, Hawaii and Arizona. Hmm. Shout out to you. Okay. So we can write into our state legislators. Maybe we should start writing that in Texas. Just, just tell them just to stop. Okay. In which case, it would stay in, sta uh, in standard time year-round. I highly encourage the OTDM army to request such. DST should be removed. I agree. Because even just today, excuse me, I burped. Um, because obviously it's getting towards summer and the days are going to get longer in general. But I we, love it. But oh. we have this fake shortness of the time and longness of, or of the days and lengthening of the days due to dst right daylight savings, because we fall back an hour and then we spring forward right so we lose and then we gain and so you're it's like you're faking us out doing the switcheroo <laughs> okay anyways um uh, da, 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 da. yes should be removed having lived in arizona we should have just kept reading have living, having lived in Arizona for a number of years, it's a nice thing to not deal with DST. I agree. Arizonians seem to be on the ball with this. That's that's cool. Mm -hmm. They march to their own, the beat of their own drum, though. I appreciate I've it. I've been there, and they they're they're different. We looked. We thought about moving to Arizona. Yeah, I like it. I I do love. We just don't know anybody there, and it was like, what do we? How do we? What do we? What do we? What do we do? Lastly, I wanted to mention that in Brazil, they changed the dates of daylight saving time for a variety of reasons. In 1997, they changed it because the Pope was visiting Brazil. They avoid having it change on election dates and carnival as well. So it could be worse. That would be really hard to keep up with. Like they're doing it willy nilly. They're like, mm, this year, you know, daylight saving is supposed to fall. Ugh, I do not like that Sunday. It's not going to work for me. We'll move it, Dave. Okay, we're going to move it. Okay, let's move it mm, six weeks out. Yeah, put it on a Wednesday. Okay, right? That seems crazy. It, to me, it seems crazy. 
By the way, at some point, I think we should talk about the Gregorian calendar, how like magically amazing it is. We won't do it today, but uh, well, I'm going to have to read up on it because I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, the, the calendar system of the that we use. Oh, how it was created. Yes. Yeah. And, and how almost perfect it is. But we'll get into that another time. Almost. Okay. So it could be worse. This is from Ben. It says, P.S. It really seems like the world didn't want me to get this one out. I kid you not. I had more typos than when writing this than I think I've ever had, at least in a long time. Hey, some days it, it's like that. You, you should know? see how I text people. It's the worst. It's like a like a two-year-old typing. You know, they, they claim that these devices are very good, mm -hmm. uh, predictive text, and <clears throat> but it just, it comes out so jumbled. Well, it's funny because now I'm on TikTok regularly. Yeah. And when you type into TikTok, actually into the video itself, it does not spell check or uh, what's it called? Uh, predictive text. It yes. doesn't do that. Okay. So I'm so used to that within my own texting environment when I email, when I text, when I converse on Instagram, anything like that, that I have to slowly type out the captions for them. Right put them in and then go watch the video through twice before I publish it because there'll be so many typos Oh, I, because I, it won't catch them. It doesn't show red line or anything. Even if it didn't fix it, it should at least show it. Yeah. It does when you're writing the caption for the TikTok before you publish, but it doesn't in the TikTok itself. And I get it like, oh, people want to spell things how they want to spell things, but just allow me to turn it on or off. So yeah. maybe there's a setting. I'm not sure. But anyway, it, like if I have a typo in any of my TikToks, I forget about it. You know who's on my shit list, Ben, uh, is uh, Adobe as a company. Oh, yeah. Photoshop doesn't have a spell checker. Neither does, a, neither does Adobe Premiere Pro. That's why some of, if you guys haven't noticed over Sometimes the years. Sometimes my texts are Pregante. They're Pregante. <laughs> we told them about that last time, right? I think so. It's our favorite The TikTok, TikTok. where the guy reads the Reddit yeah. thread. and Fragnart. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, still my favorite TikTok mother. Well, I'll give it to Sean again. Again, link in the description in case you don't know what we're talking about. But... Um, the that is why our thumbnails have had typos and the text on the screen that's burned into videos have had a ton of typos like bipolar disorder um sorry guys that was and but <laughs> and it's it's two things first of all he hates it because he's frustrated that there's a typo but then also i get shit for it where they're like wow you can't even spell and blah blah, blah. and i'm like i don't do that part also it should tell us that you know it should give us the red line you know Maybe that TikTok owns Adobe or Adobe owns TikTok. Oh, one of the, yeah, it seems like a, an odd thing to <laughs> omit from your, your software functionality, especially since Adobe has been around forever Yeah, you, and people use your text editor inside the software. I know, just, why not have it spell check? Or at least have a spell check button. Right. Like something. <clears throat> Give yeah. us something. Something. Give me something. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, sure. Another one of our staff writers. Okay. From Austria. Christoph, he's back. He's back. He's back, baby. Okay, the title of his email is A Little Retraction. Understandable. We all have, have them. have to do it every day. All the time. Chris, and then comma, Christoph learns to ride a bicycle and more. I'm already excited. Dear Katie, dear Sean, dear fellow staff writers, audience, and the whole universe. Universe, universe, universe. Christoph here, who thinks he can remember getting assigned with staff writer number one, but I'll happily share this number with all of my fellow colleagues. So kind. Season one staff writer. I think we're going to go from. That's why would you give us more work? <laughs> you see what I deal with on the regular. Now season two staff writer. No, just staff writer. Okay. Period. <laughs> I'm sorry. The numbers can go 
on and on, but no, 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 no. Okay. All the stories make this podcast so wonderful, and there is always so much to explore. Some topics are just endless pits of good stories. Let's keep this up. Okay, cool. Because I like it too. It's fun to, to get to request fun stories from other people, and then we get to share our own, and then it's just fun to it's fun to keep up with everybody. I, I think it. we've stumbled upon a format. Someone, uh, one time we were in a conversation and said, you know, I don't like uh, stream of consciousness podcasts. I think that was uh, Ryland, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was Shane. Oh. He was talking about podcasts and saying, I just don't like stream of consciousness. I like to hear a structured podcast, which I totally get. But we didn't really have a concept for our show. We're just like, we're, yeah, we're, we're just, like, we're just rolling with it. Yeah. And, but I think we have stumbled into a, a format of sorts where, you know, we, we do the intro for about half of half an hour. Mm -hmm. We, we prattle on. Prattle, but, addle, addle. And then, uh, you know, we rely on the audience to, to write the good material. And yeah. Then we interact with your letters, and I'm enjoying it. I think it's a fun format. I am too, because it is really about the staff writers, not so much about us, which I appreciate. Yep. And then it's fun to keep to, I don't know, have fun topics to to talk about, and we get to keep up with all of you. Okay. You guys are the best. The best. The bestest. Okay. And this week, I have to make a little retraction. Here we go. When I said I cannot remember against which team Austria played, this was only partly true. Oh. And a little research showed me that it was the great nation of Albania. 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 <laughs> what was the song? Albania by the sea or something? Yeah, Coach from Cheers. Yeah. I forget. Oh, PJ man. would remember. <clears throat> Which He's was, probably shouting it right now at yeah, his radio. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Although PJ. I don't know if PJ's still listening. If you are, PJ, give us a little... Okay. Albania <laughs> was defeated on that day. And I received my first 15 seconds of fame. But I really cannot remember much of the game, except that we had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, duly noted. The topic of bicycles yes. is a fountain of stories, and I can contribute to this. I'm excited. Picture. A warm and wonderful summer in the mid-1970s when Christoph was only about six years old. We had our family vacation on a farm outside of Vienna. The farmhouse was about a half mile off the main road, so oh, cool. the street was pretty safe for me to practice riding my bike. My mom was so patient with me, practicing on the street, which gently led down to the farm. <clears throat> she would show me how, then she positioned herself 10, 20, or 50 feet away from me, and I would try to drive to her, which after a while worked quite well. It's funny, my dad taught me to ride my bike. I remember it, and I think there might be, even be photos of it, which might... Do you ever wonder if sometimes you have a memory because it's a memory, or you have a memory because of photos? Does anybody else wonder that? I wonder that, but there's a photo of him teaching me to ride my bike. That just sparked a weird, uh, you've heard Jay-Z, the black album. Mm -hmm. Um, his mom does this monologue or I, I guess she's just recounting stories mm -hmm. about him for some project. I don't think it was for that album, but, they but ended up he, using it there. he ended up using it and he grew up without a dad in the picture mm -hmm. and he taught himself to ride a bicycle, uh, he, you know, mm -hmm. as a kid. And, uh, she says, uh, isn't that something special? You know, like she, she's, she's really proud just that to have this memory. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. It's kind of funny because my friend Liz, who grew up in Honolulu, uh, she never was taught how to ride a bike. And to this day, I believe, cause I was the only one that she'd wanted to teach her and I have not taught her. So I'm pretty sure she does not know how to ride a bike still. Yeah. I think growing up in a city, you know, there's, 
not as many opportunities or it's maybe not as safe. Maybe not as safe, but I always feel like there's just as many opportunities because you see a ton of people in New York riding bikes. And I mean, I know there's the sure. messengers and like crazy people, but there's also that is like, a special breed of bicycle rider. Is. Whoa. But there's also the kids on the sidewalks with their little like BM. Like, but certainly it sounds like Christoph has uh, probably one yeah. of the best experiences. He's, mm -hmm. he's, I'm picturing this is a beautiful summer Viennese. Uh, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. Viennese. Viennese. We uh, are Viennese, if you please. Wow. <laughs> um, it's a farmhouse you know it's a, a warm summer day beautiful he's got a country road to himself and his mom is is teaching your hair him. curly then too christoph i want to know Inquiring <laughs> i just minds. picture christoph as a six-year-old with, like, still long with hair. the long gray curly hair oh my god um my, same hair see i know. was taught on a bike with the training wheels okay and then i think i did that too and to get me to ride my dad would like hold me because even the training wheels hold you up but you still like ugh. You know, and my, you might fall off. My dad would hold the seat. And then I remember, as I'm sure all parents do, after a few goes of me being fine, him like running with the bike like a lunatic, right? He just let go. And I didn't know he'd let go. And then a few seconds later, he's like, you're doing it, sis. You're doing you it. Take your eyes and off then and then fall you over. crash. I don't remember that. But I remember him being like, you're doing it. And I was like, I did it. I was so proud. And then with the training wheels coming off, we did like another version of that. But I, that, I remember that in our back. It was like at the old house in the back porch thing. God. That's you know, like uh, and I don't mean to keep interrupting okay. Christoph, but, or Katie. Oh, either, both. We're either fine. of you, We're uh, both really. Fine. But I'll speak for Christoph at this. There's a line from uh, John Cougar Mellencamp, one of his earlier songs, and it's uh, Long after the thrill of living is gone. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I'm paraphrasing. I think that's what it is. Let it rock, let it roll. Blah, 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 whatever. You yeah. Know. Um, but Tony Rydell, come and save my soul. Isn't that yeah. what, who was it about that? DJ with the Monday Green. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Rydell, come and save my soul. Oh, Bobby Rydell, what the heck do you mean, PJ? Isn't that what he says? No. Who's Bobby Rydell? Uh, I don't know. It's who he wants him to come save his soul. Yeah. But, uh, you know, long after the thrill of living is gone mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And long after the thrill of living is gone. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yes. And life goes on. Beautiful. The voice of an angel. <clears throat> it's I like try. an angel peeing in my ear. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an angel, you know. But anyways, Ugh. you know, like the thrill of uh, learning how to ride a bicycle. Mm. You know, these these magical moments you growing up. This magic I got to find some of these again. I got to find a new hobby or like learn to do something. I'm trying to learn how to play, play guitar. But play? It's, he's, bl he's playing that First of all, you have guitar. to learn how to speak English. <laughs> yeah, moron. Uh, but, you know, like these these thrills of when you're growing up, mm -hmm. you know, learning to do something first times. You know. Yeah, there's so many things. That's the thing is there's so many things that when you're a kid, you want to learn to do new things. And yeah. we always have this whole adage, like you can't teach an old dog no tricks, but you can totally learn stuff just as easily as an adult. The thing that is an issue, I think, for most of us is the lack of free time to do that. Also, because when you're a kid, it's all free time. Yeah. And, and getting out of your comfort zone because you're an adult, you may be, you're like, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I'm comfortable here. Mm -hmm. But when you're a kid, you have to learn a bunch of things, right? Because you know nothing. Well, and I don't even think you have, I mean, as a kid, you probably have a comfort zone, but you're just more open to that because everybody else is just learning too. Right. Like I think some people, and I've even fallen into this bucket myself. Um, it's the reason that my Spanish never got that much better after I came back from Costa Rica. It was good, okay. but, but I was, you, you, that's all Sean knows. Anyway, um, because I was afraid of looking like an idiot. Right. And I think as an adult, sometimes we're afraid of like, you know, feeling kind of stupid being, you know, like Liz said, how am I going to learn to ride a, a bike? Am I going to like 
be in a class with like three year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I guess so. But I was like, we'll just go in the alleyway and I'll just hold on to the seat or whatever. And she's like, you can't let go. It was funny. It was like a little kid like talking about it. You know, yeah. you can't let go. Like, what if I fall? And then if you're bigger and older, you fall and you know, it's going to hurt you more. And you True. Know, as a kid, you don't really think about that stuff. There's a lot of different uh, factors, but I do think that it is cool to keep learning new things. And That's why going to Texas, when and if we ever find a place. Um, why don't we just tell them? What? We found a place. Oh, yeah, we found a place. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll get into that another time, though. Let's let's get into his conversation. But I, I just mean that they're um, going to kill you now. They're screaming. It's OK. How dare you? But, you know, uh, by getting out of our comfort zone, by mm -hmm. stretching our legs, we're going to have be forced to have all these new experiences. Yeah. And it's going to be wonderful. I'm I so think. excited. Yeah. I'm it, so excited. Well, and really short, because we have to get back into Kristoff's thing. Um, we're still at the very early stages of we have a house, we think. It's not a done deal. No. And so. I've told a couple of you on on like our Patreon hangouts, um, but now we're in what I call like stressful paperwork stage where you're like inspections and uh, uh, the ba the main thing uh, funding the loan. <laughs> yeah, well then you know then if anybody has ever purchased a home, which this is our first go, so I'm sure this is normal, but they ask you for like everything. They're yeah. like, how many pairs of underwear do you wear in a week? And yeah, you're they, like, they take a flashlight, they shine it up your butt. Yeah, they, they ask look for around. everything. Mm. And then you have this, you spent $60 on XYZ. What was that for? And I'm like, well, I don't remember. Food? Do you think it's food? And he's like, it looks like it might be eBay. I'm like, probably clothes. It's crazy. So anyway, um, we are very excited. We are very happy to hopefully be able to move in about a month or so. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tubed, people. Okay. Stay tubed. That's what people used to say on YouTube back in the day. Stay oh, really? tubed. Oh. Yeah. Habisky. Habisky. Oh, my God. <laughs> OG YouTube uh, comments and things. Okay. We're back into Kristoff learning to ride a bike. Sorry about that, buddy. So his <clears throat> mom would let him go up the street and, you know, she positioned herself a little bit away from him and then he tried to drive. He tried to ride the bike to her, which worked out quite well. And then suddenly I found my balance and knew how to ride a bicycle. And I went straight past my mom down the street. But when I came around the last bend, the realization came to me that I knew I um, that I knew now how to ride a bike, but no one had ever taught me how to stop it. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's when you fall over. You're like, ah, <laughs> going to have to land this plane by myself. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. So, so far, I'd never been going that fast. I would always just stop by putting my feet down. But now I was accelerating downhill and it felt like I was close to breaking at least the sound barrier. It's so funny as a kid, you do think things are so fast. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, we were talking about going downhill on the bike. Like, like you feel like it's the speed of light. Okay. Um, where now? Oh, sound barrier. At least I couldn't hear my screams as the farmhouse came closer and closer with no safe way to stop. At least you're going toward the farmhouse. I was afraid you're going out toward the road. And I was like, uh oh, um, so I rushed down through the main gate into the courtyard where my ride was abruptly stopped by some stairs. Oh, shit. Which led into the stables. There I crashed. And let's not forget, bicycle helmets were not invented yet. Not even mandatory for motorbikes, let alone six-year-olds learning to ride a bike. I do not remember exactly how bad it was, but I'm sure it hurt a lot. No bones, bones were broken, no visit to the hospital necessary. But this was also the childhood when little accidents and cuts would happen. Put on some disinfectant and a Band-Aid and that's it. It's true. Scrub some dirt on it, get back up. <laughs> no, I remember, um, it's so funny, but I remember... 
my dad, it's so funny what parents tell you when you're a kid and you get hurt or whatever. Because my dad was always like, ah, we'll just rinse it out with the hose and like you go back out and play kind of thing if it wasn't too bad. Um, But my mom was all about like the disinfectant, cleaning it out, making sure you clean it out real good or it'll get infected later. And and she'd be like, this is going to hurt. And the back teen squirts. I'd be like, ah, and she'd be, I'm going to blow on it. (laughs) She'll blow on it so that the sting goes away. My mom was so good about stuff like that. Um, but yeah, my dad was a little bit tougher. But not, <sighs> I mean, if I was crying, he would have helped me. It's not like he wouldn't help. But I think it's because he was tough himself. Like all the stuff, the ways he'd hurt himself. Ooh, ooh, a tough man. Okay. I know. I, I distinctly remember my father soaking his hand in like bleach water. Ooh. After like. That wasn't that long getting ago, his was knuckle. it? Wasn't oh. that like, like maybe six years ago? I'm sure he's been doing it his whole life. You know, mm. it's like. I think it was when you went home again is why I was seen. It's not that long because I think we were together and you told me about it. Yeah. That he'd hurt. He had an infection in oh, his finger. I was remembering this from when I was oh, uh, when okay. I was a kid. But like you, Maybe you, you just like me. dip it in there. <laughs> like It makes sense. I mean, what, I mean, bleach gets everything right. I mean, gets, I don't think bleach gets. versus what what doesn't MRSA maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, then you're like, do you want bleach in your blood i don't think there's anything wrong with bleach um like you can't have sue, a lot of but sue t- tell us what's 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 what <laughs> <laughs> i sound like donald trump and eh, maybe we pour some bleach uh in, you know. in your side in the light we're not sure yeah. that reminds me though um okay so there's the bleach water and that reminds me of my big fat greek wedding when he's like just put some windex on it right and he's like last week my toe was as big as my face but i stuck <laughs> it in a bowl of windex and fixed it's ammonia, right? Like, yeah, these are powerful forces. And then she has like a, a pimple or something. He's like, put Windex on it. She's like, ah, no. Okay. <laughs> so next lesson was to learn how to stop a speeding bicycle without the help of objects or along the road um, or along the road. And honestly, I really enjoyed it for many years, even after I was hit by a car and seriously wounded at the age of 12. How is that not the story that we were told? Christoph, right back. And also, after I had quite a few fights with the rails of the uh, Viennese, Viennese, uh, Viennese, uh, we are Viennese, if you please. Okay, the rails of Viennese streetcars. Interesting to know that their gap is just wide enough to fit a bicycle tire. Dangerous. And once you get stuck, you lose control and gravity wins, and it hurts when you hit the pavement. But no major accidents ever since. And should I ever start riding on a bike again, I would wear a helmet. For sure, man. For sure. You got to But on a, a bike, I am always aware that I am the weaker, that I am weaker than the cars around me. All the best wishes, Christoph. It's true. Because you do, you are so much more vulnerable. I got smoked by a car one time on St. John's Boulevard on the West Island. Uh, I was going to either my buddy Paul Brady's house or I don't know. Anyways, I was heading towards Fairview. Mm-hmm. And I used to fly around in my BMX everywhere. And I was very, very good at it. <laughs> but I was fast, right? Uh-huh. You know, you're a kid and you're whizzing around and I raced BMX. Anyways, I'm I'm hauling ass down the street and a lady turned into the gas station. Mm-hmm. Right, in, like she was, she was to the left of me and she turned without a turn signal on Ooh. and cut me off. And I hit that fucking car. Like it, it was lights out. Bam, I hit it and... I went down like a sack of potatoes. She had to be so scared. She got out of the car and she yelled at me. I think because she was scared because she had just hit a kid. And she yelled at me for hitting her car. And I 
<laughs> I didn't know what to say. And I didn't know what to do. Like there's an adult yelling. I think I was probably like 14. You say you'll hear from my lawyers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer up, bitch. <laughs> be like, I'd like my school paid for. But we're not litigious in Canada. So I, I didn't know. Anyways, and it's I, good that you're not because it's, it's causes all sorts of chaos in the States. But still. In hindsight, I think I just freaked her out like a kid smashing her car. But but she cut me off. Yeah. Like, and she then didn't yelled at you. And yelled that's, at me. That's like a narcissist. It's like they do something harmful and then they're like, how dare you? <laughs> I never thought Make that. this happen. Oh. And you're like, gaslighting slash manipulative behavior. I wonder Look if I that. left a good dent in her car Look and like that. scratched up pretty I hope good. so. I don't remember. I just remember. Well, of course you got pow, knocked I hit out. It. I didn't get knocked out, but it was like. It was not good. I, I was stunned. I mean, you can tell by the way I speak now that I've hit my head a couple of times. You know. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, okay. Yeah, well, Christoph, I, mean, I want to hear about your bicycle story as well. Yeah, because I remember. Okay, so I've had a couple of instances i think we talked about it last time where i saw a guy in a roundabout in santa monica get hit by a car because i was going remember I, I don't know if you guys remember but i used to go for walks like five days a week i would go for walks and they'd be like an hour so i'd be like all over town and there's this roundabout where people don't know how to use roundabouts here and stupid and i don't know why they have roundabouts but anyway there's this roundabout and i was walking up to it and when i would ever cross this when i would decide to go this way i would always like be very cautious because drivers don't know what to do and i didn't want to get hit and i always go through like the area where the walking people are supposed to go and you wait and blah blah, blah. anyway so i'm like coming up to it i'm not going through it or anything i'm coming up to the roundabout and this biker enters the roundabout fine and then this truck enters also not seeing the biker and it's a truck so the back when he gets into it he runs into the bike like essentially hits into front of making the biker hit where the the cab of the truck meets the bed if that makes sense yeah and the biker goes down and he the biker loses his mind first of all he's an adult and he's wearing a helmet and everything but he gets up and he's like are you fucking serious he's like you should how do you get around you don't look where people are i mean blah, blah, blah. and i was like i've got to walk away <laughs> from that you know because i was like i don't want to be a part of whatever this is i'm not i don't even have anything with me i'm just walking i'm just yeah. walking here and they they got into a fight like yeah uh, or the, an argument or the was the guy driver, in the like, truck did not fight he was like i am so sorry yeah and he was like accidents happen mm -hmm. right um and the guy and when an accident happens the everyone has to have cool heads even if you get into a car accident and someone like well easy to say harder to do yeah on uh on the 10 freeway once someone hit me uh hit oh, my I car remember. yeah we were in traffic and uh you're doing 10 miles an yeah, hour or whatever and they they hit the car pretty good because they weren't paying attention they were probably looking at their, phone, their phone or something or changing the radio i didn't care and you know uh it's not going to damage my car greatly. You know, like I, I, <laughs> yeah. I felt it, it kind of shoved the car uh -huh. and uh, she was so mortified that she did it. And she's like trying to get my attention. She got next to me and I, I just, I was like, no, no problems, you know, waved and smiled. And that is good karma, mm -hmm. you know, like letting someone off the hook. I had somebody do that to me. I was, um, remember the girls I used to nanny who lived in London would come out to Malibu for the summers. Yeah. They would rent me a car because my car, I just had my Acura Integra and it was just too small. Oh, right. And so to fit them all and they'd bring friends sometimes or cousins or whatever. And so the mom had gotten me, I forget what it was, but essentially like a station wagon. Wood paneling on the side, like totally. vacation? No, it was like a Chevy something. I don't really see them anymore, but it's like a... Oh, luminous station a, wagon? A longer, yeah, yeah, a longer yeah. kind of SUV looking station wagon. It wasn't nice and rounded. Hmm. But anyway, doesn't matter. But I was in one of those and... 
it was the same kind of thing. It wasn't that I was on my phone at all because like phones were not what they were or what they are now. But I was at a gas station. We just filled up with gas and we were headed to like the mall or to go see a movie or anything else that teenagers and like young like tweens like to do. And um, I was trying to come out and it was like the way the gas station was, you kind of went down a little, like a little slope out into the street. And I was down the slope and I had my foot on the brake but I guess I let it off enough and I rolled into the car that was about to pull out and it was like an older Mercedes and I was like oh shit you know I mean I have I have insurance obviously but I was like fuck 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 and she got out and she looked she was like we're good and because cool. it didn't damage I mean it was like slow but still you're like fuck 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 because people can be litigious and be like my neck ah okay right like that one woman that I hit by the way, I haven't been in a lot of accidents. I don't want people to think I'm like a wild, crazy uh, driver. But then when I was heading down, remember when I just got my sales rep job and I had that Hyundai car as a rental and I bumped and I hit that lady and Hyundai cars, no, they're probably better now. But this was like, what, 10 years ago? This thing like imploded on impact and I wasn't going more than five miles an hour because we were, j I just pulled out of a stoplight. And this woman honked off to the side and I looked and the woman in front of me slammed her brakes and I, I bunk hit her and the whole front of that car was so fucked up and i was like wow it's like a five mile per hour accident but the woman in the car in front first of all got out crying and i was like some oh, people no. the stress level i think causes them to snap but yeah she like, like freaked out and i was like i'm so sorry i bumped you she's like bumped i think oh she pretended her neck was hurt and then she'd asked but the thing that was actually good for me at the time was that the insurance had already, like i already had that sales rep insurance and they just covered it and they remember them calling me and asking about it and i was like i was going at most five miles an hour i don't think i picked up enough speed i said she just hit her brakes and you know and i was distracted because of the honking and um and she was like oh she's asking for like fifteen hundred dollars or something for her pain and suffering i was like pain and suffering and i told Leah, i was like if you need me to show up somewhere i'll all she's like it's not worth it she's like these people do this and she's like it's there's insurance scammers out there and there's a place in hell for you mm -hmm. um if you're a person running around doing this sort of shit one time i was getting off the freeway here in santa monica mm -hmm. and as i was exiting uh the ten, uh, sorry the four or five to the ten mm -hmm. as i was <laughs> exiting a car zipped right in front of me like cut me off to get onto the, get onto the, uh, the ramp with mm -hmm. me and they hit their brakes and I didn't hit them because I was like, you know, I was yeah, aware of the situation. Uh -huh. I think I'm a pretty good driver. And, uh, I got home and I was like, wow, that was the weirdest thing. Like weird behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Cut someone off and then slam your brakes. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone about it and said, Oh, that's a, huh? it's a scam. The soup, the swoop and squat, they call it the swoop and squat <clears throat> on the commercials for the, uh, uh it was, uh, all state. They oh. talk about it, how people do that, and you have to report it. Okay. Well, I didn't know that mm -hmm. this was some. Anyways, um, my buddy told me that, that that's an insurance scam that's pulled pretty frequently yeah, here. Yeah, because two cars, one boxes you in from the back. Oh. And they'll rear-end you or... Yeah, because it's no-fault insurance here, so... Uh, but then you can still claim, like, medical mm -hmm. uh, injuries, right? Anyways. Well, that's a re I mean... Not for nothing now, like Lyft and Uber drivers, and I think everybody should almost have this as those little cameras in your car that right. film what's happening because people will say something, this happened, that happened, blah, blah. And you're like, no, that's not what happened. That's a good point. That's not what happened. Remember. Okay. Uh, uh I got you on tape, man. I got it on tape. Um, okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. To Lynn. Goodbye, uh, Christoph. Until next time, my friend. Yes. Au revoir. <laughs> We gotta have to learn uh, goodbye in German. Avidasein. Avidasein. Is that I think it? That's it. Achtung. No, it's danger. Attention.
What's the onsfart and asfart? Yeah. Uh, enter ingress and exit. And uh, egress. Yeah. yeah enter, uh, enter and exit. Yeah. That's my favorite. Okay. But tell us how to say goodbye. And we will say, if it's not Avita Zing. Avita Zing. Moin and Avita Zing. Okay. <laughs> wow. We are cunning linguists on this ooh, show. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Lynn says, some things you have to grow up to understand. Okay. I'm excited already. It says, in episode number 50, you requested stories about funny things your family used to say. Yeah. And here is one. When I was a child, I had something called a diddle. Diddle is a white mouse with huge feet, and I had him as a stuffed animal. Oh, yeah, like just a little, a little stuffy. Yeah. Oh, that Fleshy. was her name for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's something called a diddle. Um, I don't know a lot about him, except that he was popular in school and everyone had diddle toys. Okay, so it's okay. like a type of, yeah. A branded. Uh, Everything was diddle. Pencils, toys, pens, books, and so on. To the point, um, oh, so, so on to the point. I had one of those toys, a stuffed animal, and I brought him with me everywhere. My father always misspelled his name in the same way. So I remember that I, um, I always had to yell at him to call my toy by the right name. Once when I was seven, my father and I were at home packing our things because we were about to go on vacation and our bag stood ready at the floor. And he said, don't forget that dildo of yours. <laughs> <laughs> She's seven. Is that right? She didn't know. <laughs> don't forget that dildo of yours. And like, I always corrected him frustrated and said, diddle daddy. His name is diddle. At that point, I didn't know what dildo meant, of course, so I didn't react to that. But later in my life, actually, when I was around 17, I suddenly recalled what he had called it and, of course, realized what that word meant. I called him and told him what I had remembered. Apparently, he had, over the years, realized it as well and sounded a bit embarrassed and as if he didn't feel like talking about it anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recall that. To his... Uh, defense he does struggle with words and i believe it when he says that he um says that he has that whole time never realized what mistake he was making because yeah, sure. if he has issues um i'm not giving my name i have a responsibility to take care of his pride so that he can't be tracked down and made fun of <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story that is a great story oh people who miss i mean you know you miss say things all the time or have uh what they call freudian slips you don't know? i know it <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. Ooh. That's a good one, though. That was really fun. Don't forget that dildo of yours, as he says to his seven-year-old child. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Aaron. This is the subject line. My birth has a theme song. What? <laughs> My birth is... Better be a good one. Okay. He says, hello, Katie and Sean. It's Aaron again from Toronto. Or Tirana. 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 Is that how they say it or do they say Toronto? Toronto. Okay. I just finished watching slash listening to your latest podcast. And as always, it helped me feel better after a particularly stressful week, um, which is turning into a very stressful month. And it's only just began. Don't I feel that? Um, my mom is having surgery on Wednesday, April 7th of 2021. Robotic assisted hysterectomy. Oh, that yeah. That's, that stuff's crazy. Yeah, that would have been yesterday. I hope your mom's surgery went well. Robotic assisted I've huh. heard from Aaron in, through Patreon, so um, I don't think that that surgery is happening now, oh, but okay. I could be wrong. Well, you know, interestingly enough, um, I heard from my aunt uh, today, Judy, uh -huh. yeah. and she said that Toronto or Ontario has implemented 
uh, greater lockdown measures mm -hmm. because COVID is uh, on the rise again. Crazy. And, yeah. And so I, I think it's basically stay at home orders right now. Oh, uh, again, going yeah. back into intense lockdown. Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly. How long are people supposed to sustain that? I don't know. But the, the mental health ramifications of, yeah, of lockdowns, can't. I understand why they're needed. Uh, but certainly we're not that we're playing with fire, but they're, this is wild. And when they first said that, well, I don't even, I'm just going down now. Yeah, we don't need to go to yeah. stay out of the pit of despair. Look at you <laughs> recognizing it early on. I, I almost fell in that pit of despair did, and I climbed pulled, right back out. Yeah, it's a little muddy, a little slippery, don't but you were able to go down the don't do it. Okay. Um, she said, so she was supposed to have that uh, robotic assisted hysterectomy to get rid of stage one cancer. Oh, okay. wonderful. I'm glad they caught it. Stage one. If you guys don't know, stage one is like the best stage. Hasn't moved to your lymph nodes, isn't spread. It's like they've caught it early. Okay. When all goes well after the surgery, cancer will be gone. It will. Yay! Both my mom's and my anxiety are through the roof with COVID and everything and me just not being able to go with her. That does suck. It's just really tough. I'm really trying to be the strong one for her, um, keeping her appointments straight and going to the store, etc. But it's difficult. My mom says she is a self-proclaimed chicken shit and an even worse patient. Hey, at least she knows it. <laughs> My grandma, I think, is that person also. Yeah. Um, we just want to fast forward through April and have her surgery complete and healing done. But as you say, Katie, you can't go over it, can't go around it. You have to go through it. I do. It's true. Okay. You asked for name origin stories. Yes. So here is mine. My parents could not decide on a name. They went through several, but none that they could agree on. They sort of decided on the name Megan, <coughs> but were not totally sold. One day they were watching TV with some friends and the actress Erin Gray comes on screen. And one of the girls says, what about Erin? It fits for a girl or a boy. They looked at each other and said, that's perfect. So a few weeks later, baby girl Erin was born. As for my middle name, Marie, my mom had an older friend whom she would go to and have tea with and she'd let her wear makeup and just talk about nothing and everything with um, with her. And her name was Marie. Um, I can't tell these stories without telling you one more short story. My birth has a theme song. On July 10th of 1983, the movie Take Me Out to the Ball Game was on TV and my mom and dad were watching it when my mom went into labor but didn't go to the hospital till the movie was over. <laughs> oh, before DVRs. Right. <clears throat> we're almost the same exact age, Aaron. Okay. Um, just you're a few months before me. Okay, so they didn't go to the hospital till the movie was over. I was a stubborn baby who was too comfortable and didn't want to come out, so they had to do a C-section. And finally, I was born in the early morning of July 11th, 1983. My mom still to this day can't hear the song Take Me Out to the <laughs> Ball Game without thinking about the day that I was born. Hugs, Aaron. That is That's too cute. cute. Yeah. I've heard it's so funny, people in birth stories, because a lot of, first of all, birth can take a long time, but it also doesn't have to like for me i was born in like 30 minutes so like get to the hospital i am out of there i'm done moving on I'm blowing this popsicle stand on to the next thing <laughs> but then like you know like my brother or uh even i think my dad i think my grandma was in labor for like 16 hours or something which has gotta be i mean i remember abba my friend abba talking about how exhausting it is it's just like so exhausting she didn't talk about like necessarily the pain part so much because she you know was like i did my breathing and whatever but she was like what you're wiped like they should not that's the thing that bothers me on small tangent and then i'll come back around it's fine <clears throat> so what bothers me about our healthcare system right now is that and it's not just right now but like in general is that they try to 
they don't always keep you overnight necessarily depending on when it happens. Like I think you get 24 hours, so maybe one night, but I feel like as a brand new parent with, you just birthed a child, you may have had a C-section or you may have had to have been cut to like all sorts of things that happen to your body. Give a girl a break, maybe make it two days. You know, insurance companies should cover two days or three days. I don't, you know, maybe the first 18 years. (laughs) Well, I, I think depending on what happened to you, like, you know, if there are any right. complications and maybe I'm misremembering you guys, you can let me know. But most of my friends have said they had like one day, yeah, maybe two with a C-section and you're out. And I feel like you should be given like up to a week if you need it, because the I know not to get into too many graphic details because nobody wants those. But my friends have told me about the ramifications of giving birth and all the stuff you have to do to take care of yourself all the while taking care of a little tiny human that can't do anything for itself. You think they'd have like a transitionary. uh, Yeah, like a halfway house. (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously, like with nurses, but it's not like a full on Mm -hmm. hospital because I understand that hospitals cost a lot of money. Those beds are expensive to maintain. Yeah. We don't need you don't necessarily you don't necessarily need medical attention. You just need like a transitional support until because I remember. And a cocktail or something, you know, like. uh, Yeah, maybe just like. You know, some guy that rolls by with a cart. Yeah. <laughs> Shaking cocktails. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, let's get this part. I'll take a Negroni. Um, anyways. Mother's little helper, please. <laughs> right. Um, but I remember when I worked at St. Anne's at that place downtown, yeah. when I would take the girls to in for checkups or C-sections or whatever and pick them up after having babies and being there to see babies born. The whole process is, is first of all, wild and insane and re- makes you realize just how fucking amazing it is that one we do person this. goes in two people come out isn't that wild maybe sometimes three but I, or more you just don't know um but i think it is crazy that we like grow children inside us and then push them out it's wild but um not for much longer i'm convinced that in a hundred years from now it's this is this is going to be the old-fashioned way i think some people might want to do it because a lot of people you know might be able to have a surrogate but they'd prefer to have their own yeah but wouldn't it be nice if like uh i don't know in the house you had a, a closet where you know, uh, what the no. kid is growing and what then is this alien nine months. No, but it'd be a lot more convenient, you know, you know, like a baby making machine <laughs> science. It's no. science, right? Sue? I mean, this is how it works. Science. This is where we're going, you know, anyway, what, okay. Okay. And- I'm over it. I'm moving on. No, the answer is no, not convenient. That's very strange. And I don't like it at all. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I remember picking those girls up after having the babies and they, we, as the staff, we kind of not joked because it was, there was no like meanness in it or no malicious intent. We call them little warriors coming back from war because they, they could barely walk like their poor little body. And they're only like 16 to 18, right? Cause they're still foster kids. So I guess not even 18, like a lot of them are like 15, 16, most of the girls, but they're, Oh, I just, I felt for them. I was like, man this looks terrible like it's so hard for them to get up and into the car and i would like get the seat all set up and everything all situated and make sure they were sitting there and um man it's rough i i don't doubt it uh, it's rough so aaron had, birth had a theme song take me out to the ball game take me out to the ball game <laughs> i love it okay we root, have it root root for the, the home. home team if they don't win it's a shame for it's Baby's here. <laughs> ah, okay. We have a speak pipe. Ah. Are you ready? I am. It's from Faison. 
I hope I'm saying your name right. And if I'm not, I apologize profusely. Hi, Katie and Sean. Um, my name is Fazan. I am originally from Pakistan, currently based in the UK. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to send a short voice message and uh, just thank you guys for all the ODDM videos. Um, they're, they're really helpful in the sense that they're lighthearted and they don't get super serious and at the same time, they're not super loud either. They're not frantic. Mm. You know, they're not super fast paced either. So it's just excellent hmm. um, stuff to have in my case, I guess, both in the foreground and background when I'm working or going about my day because I live alone. So yeah, it's just, I, I put on your playlist and just keep it in the background if I feel like I need to have a sense of company. And sometimes when I'm just relaxing, I'll, I'll turn up the volume and have it in the, in the have it in the foreground and mm -hmm. just watch it. So yeah, just want to thank you for uh, putting for the show, really. So thank you. Of course, Faison. Well, thank you. And I've said it before: flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of flattery your way. First of all, excellent voice. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that. The accent, uh, the, the the Pakistani accent is one of my favorites. I know. Uh, we have a Uncle Saeed. Saeed, who is uh, from Lahore. And his accent is excellent. Although, obviously, you're in the UK. You could you detect a little bit a of little that. A little bit of a British. British. Uh -huh. Yeah, which, uh, and he's in Canada, uh, uh, Saeed. Oh, yeah, so, Saeed. anyways, I... I Man, you guys have good food too. Oh, oh, oh yes. My Such good goodness, food. Saeed is a heck of a chef. I, yeah, that the chick, cuisine that comes from uh, the Pakistan fried is chicks pea salad thing he makes is uh, one of my favorites. And then he also fries up the veggies with that crispy. Yeah, I don't know what. And then the dipping yogurt sauce. You guys have great if food. If you have any and, good uh, recipes. Oh yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah, send them our way, Faison. Yeah. Um, Huh. Well, I appreciate you listening to us, and uh, and I'm glad we can give you keep you company. I think that's really sweet, and I've heard that from a lot of people that it just feels like friends, like that you're hanging out and sitting down and just chatting. And I like that we we put that vibe off, honey. We put a vibe off. We got the got the vibes, <laughs> good vibes. Cool. Well, thanks for sending in a speak pipe. If, yes, I love it. Feel I free like to, to hear people's voices. Yeah, feel free to keep communicating with us. Um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, because we're also uh, kind of just in our bubble with. Uh, covid going on we we're not really seeing anyone um so it's nice yeah. to to hear a couple people here and there but nothing really yeah <sighs> yeah like i'm supposed to see alexa in a couple weeks i'm excited yeah yeah yay <laughs> um we should reach out to saeed speaking of which and ask for some re recipes oh yeah i, I wonder like if he that. listens I don't know. If you do, Saeed, hit us up. <laughs> uh, if you want to send in your own speak pipe, you can. Uh, I've got it on the screen right here. And also there's a link uh, in the uh, show notes. So um, feel free to call in. I think it's up to a minute or 90 seconds mm -hmm. that you can leave a message. Uh, I love hearing them. I think yeah, it's me cool. too. Super fun. Yeah. So thank you for calling in and thank you for leaving that um, phase on. It was nice to hear your voice. And cool I'm name that... too. Phase on. What's your I name? Phase on. Like it's like a laser beam. Phase on. Laser beams. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, sure. A new writer. Oh. And new prompt. All right. And I don't know if I'm going to say her name correctly, but Mylene. 
Oh. Mylene? Mylene has an accent. Oh, Milan. 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 says, Heidi do, Katie, and salut, Sean. Oh, oh, it is a francophone. Okay, so mm-hmm. Milan. Yeah. Milan. Salut. <laughs> My name is Milan, and I am an OG listener, but a new writer. Ah. I love listening to all of your stories, as well as the other writers. That is so fun. I thought I would give it a go. I'm a fellow Quebecois, more precisely from Trois-Rivières. about two hours from Montreal. I'm currently looking for a new job, but I've owned a board game cafe for the past five years. Oh my God. What's the name of your board game cafe? Uh, Yes, we went, I went to one once with, uh, remember when we were waiting to film with Grace back in the day? Right. And I found the Trump board game there. Yes. So funny. This was before he was president. I was like, I was. We were surprised Trump had a board game. This was before he was president. This is probably. Like seven years ago. Yeah, the whole cover ago? of the box is just his head, which <laughs> seemed rather <laughs> va- rather vain. But um, oh, so you have a board game yeah. cafe for the last five years. She's owned it. That's awesome. We need to know the name so we can promote it. Oh, and it's funny. She says if you're not familiar with the concept, it's a place where you can eat and drink as well as play any type of board game with your friends and family. We are familiar and we loved it. There was one, like I said, wherever I forget it was Grace's old office. Is her Grace or? Grace, Mamrie, and Hannah shared that office, I believe. I just, you know, board games, I don't know uh, how popular they are around the world, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because I just haven't played board games elsewhere. Um, but there's something magical about it because it's like a conversation starter and and, mm-hmm. and a little bit of competition. And I absolutely love them. If you have a favorite board game and you're listening. Um, yeah, let us know. Let us know what it is. What but, is it? Explain um, it to us. Okay. And why? Okay. Back to me then. Says there is a, there are staff specifically dedicated to explain the rules and help you set up the games. We had over 600 games, so there was definitely one for everyone. Wow. We 600. would also have events like quizzes, tournaments, and even a nuit, uh, nuit blanche. Nuit? Nuit. Nuit, nuit blanche. Where we White would, night. Huh? White night. White night. Where we would stay open until dawn and everyone would play in their pajamas. I love it. Don't be fooled. Our main customers were not children, but 20 to 40 year old adults. I understand. Yes. I mean, because you can only hang out in a bar so long, right? And I like a public house, like a pub, mm-hmm. not like a nightclub, because yeah. that's kind of weird. But yeah. a pub is fine, you know, but uh, you got to do something other than just sit in the stool and, and suck back beers, you know? And so going you to co- a, You conversate. A, yeah, you converse. And you play games. But yeah. playing games I like is... I say conversate. I think it's a made up word, but I enjoy it very much. I wonder if it is. Okay. So we sadly had to close last summer after five beautiful years, but not because of COVID, although it didn't help. Our big competition from Montreal came to town and the best decision was to merge with them. So there is still a board game place now under another name and it's more of a pub ambiance. My former partner is running it with new associates as I've decided to quit because it didn't, I didn't really see myself in that new environment. That's fair. It wasn't the place you had created. It wasn't your space. I, I might feel like that too. I don't know. Yeah. They just reopened last weekend and it's a beautiful uh, place with a lot of for our former staff. I even quote unquote consulted for a day to help set up the new accountant. So we're all on good terms. Well, that's okay. good. Okay. But that's a bummer. That is a bummer. Someone came in and poached your turf kind of. It is yeah. good that everyone's kind of landed and everything's sorted out. But and they like absorbed the people. So not everybody lost their jobs. I would look for revenge myself. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would do? Here's here's Milan. <laughs> this is just a little. No, this no, is this is a little flavor advice. of what goes on inside my mind. I would go and I would hang out and I'd be really jovial and I'd I congratulate them. I'd be a great customer. But every game that I played, I would pocket a little piece 
I knew you were a say key that. piece, you know, so they could never complete the game or it wouldn't be as fun. But then you're only hurting the people who you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want to mess with the people, no. the clients. You could put mm. like a dead fish in the ceiling or something. That would upset them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was just messing around, Katie. I don't want to, I don't want to go to war with you, you know? <laughs> okay, moving on. She says, so that brings me to my question. Do you play board games? I think the answer is yes, because I've spied with my little eyes a few games in the background of one of your videos. She's right, because mm -hmm. I have them on the bookshelf. And I am talking modern games. Screw Monopoly and Payday. From the last five to 10 years or so, I could even suggest some new ones if need be. Lay it on us. I... Yes, we would love suggestions. So the games that we play most commonly, well, Sean and I always play card games. Yeah. We're big on card games. And one of those being, I mean, basic cards. And then we play Cards Against Humanity. We play What Do You Meme? What Do You Meme is really fun mm -hmm. I, I enjoy that one quite a bit um, that's probably our but newest as, game. as for as far as board games uh, oh i played with your sister um exploding kittens right and that was ridiculous yeah. and we it's funny because her and i are too nice to one another because you could really start screwing people over right. but i think you need more people you need like we decided that you'd need multiple decks and you'd want to have like six people playing because then you can like be like ah, I fucked you over and it's funny versus just being you and them. And you're like, oh, I don't want to like, if you, if you're, if I kill you, then the game is over. Before video games really took over the world, um, people used to have a lot more board games, right? And oh, we had a ton. Yeah. I remember in the movie, The Royal Tenenbaums, um, the director has uh Royal Tenenbaum, the uh, the main character, mm -hmm. he goes into the game room closet. Yeah, the big closet with all the games. Yeah, and there's just, you know. My cousin Amanda had one of those. And the, the, the sh he's such a detailed director. Mm -hmm. uh, the light switch is a string going up to the light. And at the bottom of the string a is a- game piece or something? Yeah, like a Monopoly something? No, I think it's a Sori uh, piece. Uh, like Sori. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. I've never heard you say it so Canadian-ish. That's the name of the game. Sorry. Uh, is there an A in, or is there an O? So, where's the U? Sorry. So, okay. R, R, what? Anyways, <laughs> potato, potato, guys. Potato? <laughs> Nelly Furtado, you know what I'm saying here? <laughs> I had to give, you don't ever say it that way. Your sister does, but you don't. That was just funny. It caught me off guard. Is it produce or produce? Produce. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, the friction between Canada and the United States is real, guys. I mean, so we hardcore. have a lot of problems. So hard. So many problems. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? We're going to get demonetized, jerk face. Hope you're happy. Um if you're just listening, he has his little, because it, uh, Sean has a Swiss army knife type thing that he uses to put the equipment together and stuff. And he pretended to pull out the smallest little knife. <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure it's a butter knife. Um, uh, Wes Anderson has a movie. Uh, uh -huh. The What's the, the hotel? Uh, oh, yes. the uh, I'll look it up. It's such a good movie. It's great. Oh, and and there's a scene in it where he, oh, no, sorry. It's, uh, it's not that movie. It, or is it? 
What? I don't know. Where the guy gets knifed. And he's like, that's the last time you, you stick a knife in me. <laughs> As if he's done it before, you know. And they're two buddies. It's him and the, the Indian The Grand guy. Budapest Hotel. Yeah, right. Don't they work as uh, as operators of the yes, elevator they do. operator? I don't remember if that's it, though. But there's the guy, also... The guy sticks him with the little tiny knife. He's yeah. like, ah, that's the last time you stabbed me. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. I think it is towards the end as things are like building and he's trying to run away and whatever. Uh, uh, but Gene, I forget. Gene Hackman is the guy who gets stabbed in the other guys his sidekick throughout life you yeah know? i remember what was the Pro- other prod mesh or what was the other movie that wes anderson did where it was like the kids and they're in that funny house oh yeah moonlight moonlight no. something uh, um, yeah there's life aquatic of see. steve's uh steve zisu which moonrise has rise kingdom moonrise kingdom he's he's just so excellent yeah and darjeeling limited oh life yeah. aquatic is so good and the squid and the whale i never watched never but, saw it but anyway i loved that film it was really cute okay back to okay. milan back to milan i just like saying the name it's one of my favorites it's a beautiful name yeah. um okay so uh video or video games uh board games i also my favorite game as a kid was i forget the name now i was gonna say mousetrap but it's really not mousetrap oh. that took too long to Operation? set up and i would get frustrated no it was Candyland. oh I just had to think about it for a second. You know what I did not like? Yeah. I hated shoots and ladders. Like I hated Oh, I love shoots and ladders. Ugh, it was the worst. Candyland I didn't like either. Because you get screwed over? Yeah, I would always hit the, the, the shoot. shoot? Yeah. That's part of the game. I wanted the ladders. Well, you can't always get what you want, honey. Honey? <laughs> honey? Uh, but PJ I love Candyland. PJ had a great collection of board games. Like, because board games can be expensive, you know. Well, so they are. Yeah. Like I with a few I bought, like what do you mean? I think it was like thirty something dollars. Right. Remember Operation? That was kind of an odd game. I like, feel like that was called Let's Give Children Anxiety. Right. Like make them scared of the medical profession, you know? Oh, I don't even think oh, that. I'm it's just pull the, the heart or no, the it's funny just bone. the zap of right. it would be like <gasps> It was so jarring. And then Hungry Hippos, that one you just freak out. That was for the spaz in me. I'd just like. Oh, you just whack, you just whack it as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the way I see people play Pokemon Go now when people like Caleb will show Cameron his boyfriend playing it and he'd be like, he's really into it. And he's like, because you're fighting or whatever. <laughs> I don't even understand. But it, to me, it is the, the 2021 version of Hungry Hungry Hippo. One time I found a board game in my uh, grandparents' uh, closet and it was Allies and or Axis, no, Allies versus the Axis. Hmm. And that was like a World War II board game. And That's like Risk. It, Nickel and I would play Risk all This the time. was like Risk with a zillion rules. And this was where my my love of uh Oh, see, I never liked those started. games. Oh, I love it. So boring. No, it, Nick would always want to play Risk. And it's funny because I, I'm pretty sure this has happened. And I'm, I hope my mom still has all the board games, which I'm pretty sure she does. But like Candyland and even Mousetrap and Risk, they all had like really like good, like thick cards with beautiful like artistry. It wasn't, right. uh, I don't know why I said that weird, like artistry, but artistry, like it wasn't completely manufactured looking. And Risk, they were wooden pieces. Well, that's an expensive set. They made out of painted wood. Right. And I was like, now as beautiful. I'm sure it's all plastic now. And I was like, man. They just don't make it like they used to. And I wish you could just pay extra for a certain type. Like, oh, I want Oh, the this. upgraded? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they do I that. want the real metal pieces for Monopoly. I don't want the plastic pieces. For Boy, that uh, Uncle Milton Bradley, he uh, he's a real whore with uh, with um, Monopoly. They put that in everything now. Like, Oh, everywhere. McDonald's has the thing. No, but there's like every different Safeway. version of Monopoly. Like, they Oh, make. yeah. Well, hey, it was a cash cow. No kidding. It I, kind of reminds me of that uh, that cartoon, the illustration where uh, 
uh, Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. is milking the, the cow and the cow is like really skinny, you know, like the Disney oh. is really just over. Oh, I don't, I haven't seen that, but it makes sense. Yeah. But it reminds me. Um, it? Did I make sense there? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, There's two types of people in the says, world, uh -huh. by the way. There's the people who cheat in Monopoly and the people who don't cheat Monopoly. That's all there is in the world. You can put people in one or one of two camps. Cheaters. I cheated. Did you? Always. I was the banker. Why wouldn't you be the banker if you didn't want to cheat? You know, I think you're just doing your job. If you're a banker and you're cheating people, that's just what Suck bankers up. do. <laughs> like they grow up. Those people grow up to be real bankers, you know? You no, know, it's funny because I didn't cheat. And then I would catch my brother cheating. And so then I would start to cheat. Oh, the cheat was the on. The cheat was on. And the cheat is on. Cheat is on. Okay. So, so we're continuing because we're not done yet not done yet she says i could even suggest new ones if need be there are great games for only two people or even solo games do you like word games or cooperative games or perhaps strategy is more your thing tell me strategy for me i like uh i like word games i actually liked banana rama was one of them but we don't own it isn't that a band maybe but it's also a game and it comes in a little it's called bananagrams that's what it's called and oh. it's in, it looks like a little banana zippy pouch and you pour out all the pieces Hmm. I love I love word games like I like Scrabble and stuff. I would still play that. I like Yahtzee. Um, oh yeah, my grand I love Yahtzee. My grandma loves Yahtzee. You know what I do not like is Boggle. I don't understand Boggle. Isn't it like a you hit the bubble in the middle and it pops up with a letter and then what do you do with that like, letter? It's like Yahtzee, but I think it's in a how bubble. many words you can come up with that start with that letter. Ugh. Is that it? So, no. Um, I'm open to a lot. I. I'm not, I don't enjoy strategy as much. That's like Settlers of Catan. Like my brother loves that stuff. It's the same reason you probably liked Risk. Same type of game. We're just like 25 years into the future. Hmm. Actually more than that. I played Napoleonics in high school. That was strategy. We're like 30 years into the future. Yeah, into I the am future. in the future. Okay. Um, finally, it could be interesting to hear the staff writers talk about a funny story of one of their game nights. Oh, I like this. Uh, J Rivalry. Flipping the board. Crying of laughter, fond memories of family time. I think there could be something there. I, I think, think there, there could is. totally be something there. Um, oh, by the way, my business was called Les Mauvais Perdantes. Les, les Mau, Mauvais Perdantes? Uh, mauvais. Mauvais. Perdant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to say the S. Perdant. Yeah. Or the sore losers. Yeah. Have a great week and have a little fun. That was so fun. I love it. I love it. Perdant is loser. Lo loser. And uh, mauvais is like bad. So the oh, bad, this, bad uh -huh. loser, the, the sore, sore loser. loser. Yeah. That's cute. Super, it's, super cute. That's a really cute. good name. My French is horrible, guys. I'm, I'm embarrassed hey, by it. I, I, need, I said I was going to learn it in COVID and all this stuff. But I got to get back into it. I, I haven't gotten into it. I'm going to start watching the Habs games in French or listening to them in French a little bit more because that, you know, it's conversational and it just helps me because when there's no one to talk to. Well, there's also repetitive words. So it's easy for me. Yep. Yep. You know, you know what I, uh, I really liked watching uh, a show when I was growing up. It came from uh, TV Sank and it was. Um, Does that just mean Channel 6? TV TV5. TV oh, Sank. I was yep. thinking Sis. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the one before TV Sis. TV Sank. No, it's like a network or whatever, but it came mm -hmm. out of France and they had this show. It was a game show. Uh, I think it was uh, Lettres et Chiffres, I think. Which You've is, talked about this. Yeah, Letters and Numbers, uh -huh. um, I think. Or anyways, but it was, it was a great, great game. And it seemed so uh, 
boring, like the concept, even if I explain it to you, which I won't bother, but uh, it was just such a good show to watch. And um, yeah, maybe I'll start watching French game shows. Maybe. Maybe we get a board game. We do board game night in French. Jules was going to come over and we she gonna was. Do, uh, we were going to do French nights. Yeah. Because she speaks some French too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll learn and then we can all do it. And she's like, oh, yeah. Because she, I think she took it all the way through college. So. Oh, okay. She's probably way better than I am. Anybody's better than I am. A francophone from Kentucky. You just don't know who you're going to meet. World's, <laughs> world's full of all sorts. Yeah. Do we have time for one more letter? Yeah, of course. We always have time for our audience. We're at uh, the 157 mark. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. I'm also getting kind of hungry, so I knew that. And you're getting a lot of NHL notifications there, game on. Yeah, I well, I choose to be with our audience as opposed to watching the game all the time because. Also, there's a lot of games. Well, the dude. the schedule is compressed right now because it's of COVID. Of which, by the way, if um, you don't know, uh, not that you don't know how dangerous COVID is, but if you're on the fence thinking, oh, it's safe to go out and, well, you know, if you follow proper behavior protocol, it, yeah. Got to follow Proto. Proto. Um, <laughs> the uh, oh my God. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks mm-hmm. are... Super sick. Oh, my God. I, I think they're up to 18 people now. Well, they don't think they're going to be able to finish the season. There's talk of... Well, they, they said yes. The NHL said yes, they're definitely going to. But this changes, right? Well, and you can't say definitely because you don't know. Well, that's like, it. If they're all... Gary Bettman's got a poker. He's I'm like, Gary get out Bettman. there, you little... I do what I want. And then you just punch him in the face. Okay. There's I don't one. care if you're sick, buddy. Get on the fucking ice and so skate. So Gary Bettman, Bettman is the NHL... The commissioner. Commissioner. And there's this funny commercial from back in the day that just killed Sean. He's much liked, by the way. Everyone loves Gary Bettman. That's he's, not true. Everybody hates him. They hate him like hardcore, you guys. When he shows up to any event, he is booed. He's, he back looks, in the day when people could show up to games or events, and he he has to show up whenever they're giving a trophy or someone's awarded I feel something. bad for him, honestly. Well, I he's mean, the villain. He you know, is that, totally. It's like he shows up and he's like, um, who would you say? Well, he looks like the Count from Sesame Street. He does. He totally looks like the Count <laughs> from Sesame Street. But anyway, one of our favorite commercials was around Halloween time. The kids were all dressed up and it was like a, it was just a commercial and I'm not even sure for what, if it was Geico or if it was just NHL. No, no it's someone made a short film. Oh, you're right. It was on YouTube. It's a YouTube uh, oh. video. I'll link it in the description. Can you find it? Okay. Anyway, the kids are all dressed up and some are hockey players and, you know, and it's, it's, Canada, it's, cute. it's like it's very NHL based. Dusk. And, you know, like the kids are running up to the front door of a house. Uh-huh. And the, the people would come out with the candy and they'd be like, oh, what are you? And blah, blah, blah. And then they said, only take two. And the kids take two and they put it in their box. Their little, uh, you know, little, uh, I don't even know what you'd call them, baskets or like jack-o'-lantern things. And they run off. And then one kid comes up and they're like, oh, hello, just take two. And he grabs his fistful and he has the face mask on that looks like Gary Bateman. He goes, I'm Gary Bateman. I do what I want. He throws all the candy in his (laughs) bin and runs away. away. (laughs) We died because he does kind of do what he wants and people don't like him. But there are certain things that I think he's protected and made happen over the years. And listen, as bad of a commissioner, uh, people make him out to be. And there's no denying that. <clears throat> there's no denying that he's grown the sport. I think mm-hmm. they grew from making, you know, like uh, apples and peanuts to being billionaires. Yeah, they you make know, more like, money. Yeah, so. that, that's my math, right? Apples mm-hmm. and peanuts to billionaire. And he really grew the league, uh, made it very profitable. But there are some things I disagree with. One is stop putting advertising on everything. Everywhere. Like, this is crazy. I can't even see where the puck is. I love watching old hockey games because yeah, on the boards, on there's the no boards. advertising. <laughs> but they also don't make anything. And, and on the ice, like... Dude, if if every inch of the white ice is covered by uh, these 
labels. garish labels. It, it just looks hideous. You, you look tacky. It's like NASCAR. Stop with the advertising everywhere. Okay. We've heard you. <laughs> Sean gets very frustrated. Also, stop fucking with the NHL package because that it drives oh, crazy. Oh, if you pay for it, you should get all the games. What the fuck, dude? Okay. This is, I'll get off my soapbox, okay. but if you pay for a package, you, I'm paying the league directly, right? Mm -hmm. Every year to watch the it's Montreal like Canadiens and or any. $50, $60 something. Yeah. You should not be allowed to black out the package. And what they do is they black out the games that are showing in your market. So we're in LA, the LA market. If a Canadians game happens to be available on the cable West, television. It's on the West Coast, essentially, is what it is. It feels like it's anywhere in the West Coast that begins with getting blacked out. Well, no, but if if the if the game is showing on... Oh, one uh, of our networks. Here. On cable television, then they will black out the package, and it makes zero sense. Basically, they're, they're, they made Cheapening a deal with... their package. Yeah. So here's a hot tip. Uh, go to unlocator.com. And you can get yourself in a little IP address from, I think it's like the Ukraine or Norway. Somewhere. Yeah. And um, then you can mask your IP address. And you can Not that I did this, but this is something you can do. Then you can tell the NHL to stuff it. Yeah. And we have a Gen 1 Apple TV and you can change your IP address with that Gen 1. So we will never get rid of it. Yeah. But anyways. Okay. Enough? Well, not that I did that. No, never. But but you can. Fuck Gary Bittman. No, come on. Come on. He's just doing his job. He does what he wants. Getting everyone rich. And the players are getting rich too. But then you can't watch it. And what good is it if you can't watch it? Also, when it comes to professional sports, I am a little frustrated that the prices just keep going up. Like what family can go see a pro game when tickets are, you know, anywhere between it's like, uh, 50 to 150 Same with Disneyland and Disney World. It's yeah. so expensive. Why is a hot dog $32? You may ask yourself. Why is a beer $28? Oh my God. Remember we went to the Dodger Stadium with Kim and Ben because they're huge Cubs fans and they were playing the Dodgers and we could care less about the Dodgers. I um, do like going to a baseball game though. I like going to sporting events. It's, it's a oh, fun yes. community. And we'd never been to Dodger Stadium. So we were, or I, I, I went been. once. I've been. I went once. But um, we hadn't as a couple. Oh, I had only been once when I first came out for school. Pepperdine had like an event and we all got to call. It was like hat free hat night. Take me out to so, the ball game. It's Aaron's song. Um, so <laughs> I baby have, was born. So, so I have, I still have my LA Dodgers hat yeah. from that night that I got at school or whatever. But, and I know Billy's probably very upset that I said, I'm not, I don't care about the Dodgers. I just don't care about baseball. It's I not have never met do. a person as passionate about baseball aside from my grandfather mm -hmm. as uh, billy billy, yeah. billy she loves it man. shout out to billy and it's her, her thing. affinity for vin scully yeah but anyway so we went to the cubs versus dodgers game and i was like okay we'll get some food so we got like two hot dogs and nachos and like two waters and two beers and our total uh, it was like, it was like $87 or 90 something dollars. Yeah. We crazy. had to take out a mortgage. It was really <laughs> like, sign here. Here's your I was your like, title. wow, good thing. The tickets were cheap though. They were like 20 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. But I was like, good thing the tickets are cheap because shit, man, I just bought a bunch of food. That's not that good for a lot of money. Okay. That's why uh, last note on mm -hmm. um, hockey and pro sports and the cost and all this. I'm very excited to be moving to a market that has an AHL team. Yes. Because I kid you not, even though it's not a, a Montreal affiliate team, I'm I'm seriously considering season tickets to go see the Dallas Stars. Uh, well, it's a yeah, it's it's a a farm team for them. Um, it's an AHL oh, team yes, for the Stars. Oh yes, they're in Austin. I forgot. Yeah, you they're just this. Yeah. like in Cedar uh, Cedar Park or something like that. Oh, okay. So, so like, like north 
North. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes down the road. That's not bad. Heck yeah. Hex to the Maybe yay. I'll even lace them back up, take to the ice, show the boys, you know, oh. some moves. It's part of what Graham has been writing in, uh, you know, the Canadian nights. That's right. <laughs> Fifty Shades of A. you got to get back out there. Okay. <laughs> Last letter. Okay. And it... Um, is it the letter Q? Is it the letter P? And the letter is, but who is Molly? Question uh. mark. It's from Molly. It says, hi, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM family. I'm so happy that you enjoyed my Katie stories. It was truly a treat hearing them because until now I've only told them. It is true to be able to hear something from it told from someone else. Sean used to do this thing, by the way, um, where he would retell you your own story. And it it depends on. No. How, yes, you would retell well, it to me as if it was your story. This is a joke that I invented. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of weird. But Joe and I have lamented about these things that you do to us. So let's say uh, Katie has a, a story from, this, from college or something. And let's say we're in a, a group of people that have never heard this story. You haven't done that to me. But you've done that to Joe and he gets very frustrated. I would tell that person's stories if it's my own while the person's standing there. And they're like... It takes see, a minute for you to realize what he's doing. And then you're like... <laughs> Knock it off. Seeing the realization on their on the person's face, and you're telling people as if it's your story, is it's one of those things. I don't know why I started doing it, but I really I get a kick out of it. But I think it it doesn't work as much for me because not all of my stories could be easily believed to be yours just because of timing and age right. and gender. <laughs> but he tried to retell me. So there's this place out on in Mon- it's off Montana Avenue in Santa Monica. I don't know exactly what the cross street is, but it's like a art gallery place and they teach art classes. Art, art, art. Art, 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 but not as good as Jeremy. And anyway, I saw that place and I told Sean this is years ago. I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a summer class. They do these these classes for art in like Italy or something. I was like, oh, my God, maybe I'll save up my money as a waitress and I'll like go do that because that would be really cool. And I told him the story like back when we first started dating and then like flash forward, like two years later or something, we're driving along and there's that place. And he's like, Oh my God, you know, back in college. And immediately when he says that, I'm like, what, what? You Everyone knows you didn't school. go past grade well, you three. Went to film school. It's totally. And he talks about like film school. He doesn't say college, but back in college, you know, I always thought maybe I'll take that trip. They have that class that goes to Italy. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the singular version of my joke. If, if it's just one-on-one in a conversation, then you, That's the only way you've done it to me that I've, like been privy to but <laughs> joe and i had talked about that once he's like god damn it, he keeps telling my story so frustrating <laughs> okay back into it so um you totally captured her spirit i realized that due to my enthusiasm about sharing my sibling stories i forgot to share anything about myself so here we go okay hi i'm molly a veterinary assistant in charlotte north carolina in the charlotte north carolina area I, like Katie, was born in 1983, and I appreciate all the references made to growing up in the late 80s slash 90s, especially all the rad toys, gadgets, and clothes, like hyper-colored t-shirts. Here we come. Okay. I'm still a kid at heart, uh, as I am a roller skater. While skating is very common where you live in California, there are very few roller skaters here. I do a bunch of solo skating. Wow. However, my boyfriend, Buzz, plays in a pickup hockey league. (gasps) Wow. Alternative Sean and Katie's living in (laughs) North Carolina. So he has inlines and will sometimes accompany me on skate adventures. Cool. As for hockey, we are Canes fans. Yeah, Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Gotcha. Buzz is the self-proclaimed biggest caniac ever. A caniac. I love it. 
<laughs> I don't think it's too far-fetched of a claim. He has an entire Canes room. Oh, oh I dig yeah. that. Well, yeah. not the fact, not the Canes. I'm not a, you know, but uh, having a room but that's But I don't hate the Hurricanes. To. We have no bad blood with the Hurricanes. Only the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. You have some bad blood? Not a fan of their owner. That's the guy who... Who's the owner? <laughs> it has nothing really to do with the team, but everything. And he... <laughs> This bozo, and no offense if it, you know, to buzz or, but when the team goes on the road, he does not like them wearing their away jerseys. Oh, he's the, the one jerseys. who does that. So they came to Montreal. Okay. And it was so weird. They, they don't like to wear their away jerseys. So they always ask the other teams if they'll wear their away jerseys while they play them, which is. And that way they get to wear their home jersey when they're away because the they like the solid red jersey. And I thought, what a dipshit this owner is well, you know? also just and get better away jerseys dude if you don't like them i don't know it was really strange and i've never seen that in a sport i was like that that's just an entitled billionaire and i don't know so i crank call their office like at least once a week and it's harry butts there yeah. <laughs> quick your refrigerator is running better go catch it hey we found out where you're from apparently your family's from uh sweden some little uh oh asshole bay <laughs> <laughs> Hey, asshole Bay called and they want their they billionaire want, back. Hey, your, your butthole's missing. Go get him. <laughs> he, he bought the hurricane. I'm just joking though. I, I love hearing about uh, hockey fans yes. in, in expansion cities. Especially. And he's a huge fan. So rad. You have to make a retraction. Potentially yeah, no, I think Buzz is cool. Buzz, we're Whatever, sorry. it's a little friendly joshing about. Also, that is weird because the reason that I even became aware of this is we were watching uh, the Canadians play and I think they scored and there was a horn, you know, anybody watch hockey when your home team scores they play the horn and they play it for way longer than it needs to be sometimes which Ours I feel is like the best horn I feel like is it the guy playing the horn is like <laughs> you know <laughs> they play it for way longer and I was like wait they're they're home they're wearing white jerseys and Sean's like oh they don't let you know and I was like oh but now we don't see them because of the Canadian American split right now okay so her boyfriend has he's a king he's <laughs> the biggest caniac the... ever and she doesn't think it's too far-fetched of a claim yep the kiddos I have three children ah. and two stepchildren. They all have fur. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, five kids. There's a story. Four legs and they meow a lot. I have June, my oldest. She will be 10 on April 17th. And she is what Buzz calls a sour patch cat. Sour patch cat. I just call her a five, five pound velociraptor. That's funny. That kind of, Molly's kind of like that. My mom's old kitty. She's like 22. Or no, my mom's supposed to be 21 in May. So. <sighs> Okay. My youngest is a dilute orange tabby named Hootie Russell Wilson. The heck is a dilute? A dilute, a dilute orange tabby. Probably just a mix. Orange hmm. tabby mix would be my guess. You let us know, Molly. Um, Hootie Russell Wilson. I know that's a mouthful. Most of the time I just call him Hootie or Hoot. It's like Hootie and the Blowfish. Is she a, a fan of football? Is that why we have Russell Wilson in here? I'm not sure. Okay. We ha I don't know. Hootie Russell Wilson. That's what she said. Um, whenever I think of Hootie, I always think of that scene in Jerry Maguire when the football player, people approach him in the, he's in like a hotel lobby and they're like, oh, can we get your autograph? And he's so excited because he's, he's not like that big of a deal yet, but some people know who he is. And then they're like, I always love Hootie. Aren't you Hootie? And he's like, I'm not fucking Hootie. <laughs> he's like, get out of here. And they're like, no autograph. Like they're so confused. <laughs> oh, they think he's Hootie from Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, Okay. Um, it doesn't matter what we call him though He's deaf Oh, He will be five on his birthday Which is October 2nd A shared birthday with his aunt Katie um, And he is the most loving cat that I know 
My two stepcats, Buzz's children, just turned three and are named Fitz and Simmons. Oh, from Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Remember, she had told us before that he liked the podcast because we also like Mar- the you yeah, know, Agents yeah, yeah, of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool. Okay. That's super cute. After the characters from Marvel Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Fitz is our neighborhood explorer and Simmons is our diva princess, savage killer of birds. It's like Polly, my mommy's kitty. I saved the best, my favorite child for last my uh oh so that must be simmons my mom reminds me oh no it's not yet my mom reminds me that i'm not supposed to have a favorite child but the hell with that my extra handsome mackerel tabby who has been with me since he was a teeny tiny four-week-old kitten with a broken femur is most definitely my number one he is named after a legend john bonham from led zeppelin oh that is a good name who was known for his strong right leg ironically the leg that was broken on his name's on his namesake, whose full name is Sir John Henry Bonman de Cornelius. But he goes by Bon Bonzo. Bon. He goes by Bon Bon. <laughs> He'll be seven years old in May. And as for the leg, it healed beautifully and is perfect, just like the rest of him. Now, what you're really here for. Oh, you know, it just dawned on me because she said that she's a, uh, a veterinarian uh, assistant. Mm-hmm. So this is why she knows about the different cats. Yes. Like, she knows like more about them than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, okay. And that's also why, why a tabby, she has... a tabby to me is a tabby, you know? Like, yeah. But it sounds like there's sub uh, and that's categories. why she has five children, five oh, yes. kiddos. Okay. Kitty cats. Kitty cat. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, now what you're really here for. Okay. A Katie story. Yes. Admittedly, it lacks the adventure and excitement of my last story, but is well worth sharing. Here is the story of our almost 15 minutes of fame. We were visiting our grandparents who lived in a very small town. While out in the front yard, a photographer from the local newspaper stopped to take our picture. We were excited. We were going to be in the newspaper. We were told the picture would be featured in the next day's edition. When the local I've paper, heard that story before. That's <laughs> right. They cut Sean out. <laughs> when the local paper boy threw the newspaper um, into grandmama and granddaddy's yard, Katie and I raced out to pick it up. We barely got the paper inside in one piece and rolled the rubber band off quickly to see our picture on the front page. Oh, shit. This was for sure our big break. The caption below the photo read, while visiting their grandparents in South Street, Mabel and Sadie blow bubbles in the flower garden. (laughs) Who the hell were Mabel and Sadie? (laughs) What the fuck kind of reporter is this? This guy got it all wrong. (laughs) Where do his notes go? And why did they get credit for blowing bubbles? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sadly, that reporter had to retire. Right. uh, Supposed to be Molly and Katie. Rude. Ugh, our spotlight had been stolen. So was it not you at all? Or was it your photo (laughs) with Mabel and Sadie? I'm yeah, I curious. Think, I think the, I think it was their photo with the wrong name. So yeah. it, was, it was Mabel and Sadie blowing bubbles. We weren't even blowing <laughs> bubbles for gosh sakes. Yeah. Okay. She says, well, I think that's enough for me for one letter. Have a great week. And keep on being fantastic. Much love, Molly. Uh, I like this oh, story. Molly. Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. We're on the front cover. Wait a minute. Wait, it's not us. I mean, it's us, but it's, oh. oh, my God. That's too funny. <clears throat> and David Redacted, you're up next. I have your, your letters oh, next. Oh, David line. Redacted is on deck. He's on deck for next week. Perfect. 
Okay, well... So, yeah. Thank you for sending in your letters. Keep them coming. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, do us a favor. If you're listening to this podcast or if you're watching, uh, don't forget to leave a review mm -hmm. on... Also, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> I'm happy after these Because you said, if stories. you're... I want to be like, happy and you know it. Dun, dun, dun. Recruit your friends. Dun, dun, dun. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it, share the podcast with someone if else. If you're happy and you know it, leave five stars. <laughs> tell a friend. Do the thing. Dun, dun, dun. Spam everyone that you know. I mean, literally, if you can make a CD and put it out by your mailbox for other people to pick up, is we're going to recruit people. We're going to proselytize. We're going to bring... This year alone, we're going to... 100 million views. We're going to do mm. it. We're going to have subscribers. We're going to... DVDs are a must. I guarantee that we will send a portion of the mail to every single... Uh, portion the mail? ...viewer who recruits a million... Like, if you recruit a million people, we will gonna, send you a portion of the mail. Is it going to be like a Hot Wheels? Do they have Hot Wheels Porsches? <laughs> this is... The devil's in the details. Mm. People will just hear Porsche mm. uh, if if they recruit enough and, you know... Yeah. <laughs> got it. You got... You have your... You have your marching orders. Boy, that caffeine just kicked in and I'm... I'm firing. You, you don't even have any caffeine. You had like an Z electrolyte thing. Well, same thing. What are these nooms? Zooms? Nooms. They should call them zooms. Zooms. It's a lot of B vitamin. Get the zoomies. Zoom, zoom. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for sending in your letters. Keep them coming. Oh, also. You guys are great. I'm if, really enjoying it. Me too. But but only me. I want to oh. say something before I forget. I had heard from another member. If you're still here, I hope. I should have said this at the beginning. But um, if you're worried, you're like, oh, but I only have like a sibling story or a bike story or something from like way back like 10 episodes ago it doesn't matter there are no there's no deadline there's no, no end we just have suggestions and but... i'll try to remember to say at the beginning of next week because i want people to know but you can send them in whenever however we just want your stories at otdmpod at gmail.com also um i'm thinking about maybe we do an episode where we talk about conspiracies or hauntings and things you know <gasps> supernatural uh, if you don't want me to do that we don't have to but i'd like to get into it i could get into it boo Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.